You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first segment, we talk about Secret Walls, a nice underground hip-hop soccer comedy scene that we are, we're cultivating. We're right? part of it. We're all a part of it. Uh, we also got to meet our lawyer, and you're going to hear about <laughs> all about our therapist today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in the second segment, we talk to Mike LaBelle, who's the MLS player for uh, New York Rebels, and Chris Diddy Holly, who's also the ML- MLS player for NYCFC. Not only did they compete at the event, we'll talk about that. The real teams themselves, the actual players, are going to be competing at the rivalry. So we talk to them, and maybe we do some cool stuff. Hutton River Derbies. And we talk about some of the games that happened last week. Yo, Zlatan, what's wrong with the turf? It's just turf. It's not going to bite you, bro. But, you know, Lions can walk on turf. It's not yeah. that big a deal. Well, he had to go cry at a concert. <laughs> that and more on this episode of The Cooligans! Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Another Cooligans podcast. Woo! Everybody's trying to take us off the air. No, never gonna happen. Never gonna, not, not one person is trying to take us they're, off the air. They're all trying. <laughs> but they're all trying. Okay? I see you every time you leave a positive review for another podcast. That's a stab in our back. Yeah, it's, it's the, we're the, we're like, we're like the, the space that Alex Jones left because he got <laughs> yeah. kicked out of all social We've media. We have not taken it up. They're all after this lizard people trying <laughs> right. to take us right. our podcast off exactly. the air. This episode is called Building 7. What actually <laughs> happened? I'll tell you as soon as those female camps are shut down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know some people were missing out on yeah. all that great yeah. content that that man was all bringing. That 100% truth <laughs> content that that guy was doing. Oh, uh, man. Can't, be, can't believe we lost another soldier <laughs> to the social justice warriors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. There's so many things happening. Too much uh, is going on. What a fun, uh, another fun week. I mean, it feels like we, we do our podcast and then it's like, what what's you know the, the, a lot of times there's that concern of like what are people gonna what's gonna happen in taco is I mean, it, is, are, are we gonna have enough to talk are we about have enough to talk about oh boy oh, wait there's not enough time for all the things we need to talk about we're gonna have to go on the uh total soccer show schedule <laughs> <laughs> we have to do eight eight, eight shows a week <laughs> we're gonna do five episodes a week all five hours <laughs> where will you find the time to listen <laughs> while you sleep uh but no welcome to the cool against podcast which is a soccer podcast just no, for trust us concer- worried about 100 Soccer. They're listening to the wrong the wrong thing. We're uh, both wearing some really cool soccer jerseys. I know you're listening. You can't see it, but check out the YouTube. Uh, Christian is wearing a one-off, well, a three-off. <laughs> a very exclusive soccer jersey. We're going to be giving one of these away. We haven't figured out exactly how just yet. This is the official Cooligans EMLS jersey. The EMLS All-Star, All-Star jersey. jersey. Okay. All right. It's dope. It's from Adidas, and you know how Adidas does it. No one ever gets the same kit, so no one ever <laughs> has seen this pattern before. Yeah. But for real, for real, it's a one-off because they had these special patches, right, that you could ask to, uh, to customize your jersey with, right? And they were like, you get two uh, patches only. And we were both like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you, you must not know who we are. We're the Cooligans, okay? Uh, so we get all them patches. Run them patches, son. <laughs> son, give me all them patches. Take your shoes off, dog. Uh, you hold, could, hold my back pocket you also. Could, you can keep your laces, but them shoes is mine. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we run this podcast like a prison. <laughs> Absolutely. All right? We're not the gulliest for no reason. We haven't even introduced ourselves <laughs> yet. but We have not. 
but but just so you know, uh, they what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven patches. We got them all. We got all them <laughs> patches. We put them on there. It's dope as hell. Shouts to Adidas. Yeah. Shouts to Ali who took care of that. Yeah. On the Bizac, we back. got Cooligans and that year we started That's right. 15. 15, 2015, the year of our Lord. <laughs> cool again. Before, yeah, uh, B, B, C, before Cooligans, cool and after G, A, G, after Gulliest. That's, that's how that's you rate. How, okay, that's how we know. And so we're in the year 003. Where we are in the calendar. I heard that the Hebrew calendar is now changing. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, this, this one supersedes it. Them Jews had a meeting. They were like, yo, I don't know. This seems really important. Maybe we need to switch this whole thing up a little bit. Uh, so again, welcome to the Cooligans Podcast, everybody. That's My name right. is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero, and, and we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host a soccer podcast. And it's not, it is not only the funniest soccer podcast. No, hell no. We already mentioned it. It's the gulliest soccer podcast. That's right. And by the way, the first year we're actually in year uh, three. No. Uh, uh, 69 71 because you know the first year officially is 69 69. <laughs> I don't even know what joke you're making, hey, but I know it's gross. 69 <laughs> twice, there's two of us, so 69 twice, 69 69. Okay, all right, <laughs> so right now it's six, six nine seven one. Don't even know what it means, anyway. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, yes, uh, there was a, uh, a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I always want to mention, I feel like this is becoming a uh, a little bit of a of a routine uh, on the show where we uh, we're, we've been getting some really fun uh, reviews on we, iTunes. We get some of the funniest reviews <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I do love my favorite, and I'll say it now. I don't know if everyone's going to do it, but mm-hmm. oh, shouts to the OGs who already did it when they say Gunny told them to leave the <laughs> Gunny, review. Yeah, she did get a couple. Of, <laughs> we got we get a couple Gunny references. Gunny references in the in the review where it's just like, well, well, Gunny gives good guidance, yeah. you know, and Gunny. we really suggest the best podcast to listen to. <laughs> Again, if you don't know who Gunny is, it's it's our gun. Uh, <laughs> it gives us transfer. <laughs> rumors and we love it so much that we bought it a gun so it's a gun with a gun holster okay sure again yeah. you got it you gotta listen to the back catalog if you want some of these references so uh but i i do want to read one that- people that are vehemently anti-gun <laughs> <laughs> and we have a character that's, that's right. gunny. yes actually gunny is very anti-gun yeah you yeah know? oh yeah gunny no. is himself- he's a self-hating gun <laughs> he's a low self-esteem gun uh- <laughs> no confidence but, but he loves his gunny I, he but he loves soccer yeah that's Knows a lot about transfers. (laughs) So, well, we did get a review recently that was funny and critical and also kind of hurt my feelings. You know what? I actually saw this and I did not. I was like, I actually said to said to D, I was like, he's never bringing this up on the podcast. No, we got it. We got it. Because I think it's important to to really. So my therapist said that I should. (laughs) I should confront. I should confront the things that. And just to confirm, your therapist is Gunny. (laughs) Gunny is also a licensed therapist. therapist. Uh, Well, look, next time you see us, just ask for his business card. Uh, We will hand it right over to you. (laughs) Probably went to school really easily. It's a gun. And people are like, why does this business card? have so many guns on it and yeah, it's just like yeah. hey look that's my brand it's brand don't be threatened uh that's a family photo okay <laughs> <laughs> so look you got to get on board uh that's so stupid so, so this one uh was was g- great and for a lot of reasons so i'm gonna read i'm gonna read the whole thing because it's uh it is it is complimentary and then it just smacks you <laughs> With some some, but keep, sells it like it's a compliment. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, sells it heavily. 
Exactly. <laughs> the, uh, the name. Are we going to say the name? Yeah, we got to say the name. Flying Beard Man. No, well, you, well, you can't read right? because it's Bread Man. Flying Bread Man. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at it from this angle. <laughs> flying Bread Man. What is that? I don't know. I don't know what flying Is he bread. a pilot that makes a lot of money, bread money, or does he fly bread? Okay, maybe he flies bread from country if, to country. I mean, so land over here. Okay, <laughs> your boy wants some bread. So it says uh, the best funny MLS podcast. So the so suggesting that there's other funny MLS podcasts. But that doesn't exist. I've never really heard of one. Uh, but so here we go. So from Flying Bread Man, he goes, good job, broskies. You guys keep MLS coverage lively and funny. I got hooked on y'all from being a TSS listener. You know, I always wondered why. I didn't really enjoy Men in Blazers. Uh, their pods usually slide to the bottom of my soccer podcast stack, but now I get it. I kind of felt like they weren't that funny, but there it, seemed, it is. But it seemed like everyone else loved them until now. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so he goes, "Get lost, hack humor cons." Uh, now I know that to be funny, you need Gunny, aka <laughs> also known as uh, Christian and Alexis, Keep which up. is false. We are not Gunny. We are not Gunny. Gunny, gunny is his own yeah. entity. Yeah, Gunny is Gunny. Gunny's his own single entity. Yeah, so. in fact, Gunny's. Probably very mad that people think <laughs> don't confuse yeah. me but no just regular dudes yeah i know those two guys i'm gunny i'm the whole show he says keep up the fantastic work bro tendos and then he goes p.s a piece of constructive criticism here it comes i think christian may need to work on being more self-confident in his storytelling it sometimes feels like he gets nervous or lost for words as he tries to tell a story bordering on being cringe ouch he seems like a great guy though and funny as hell just as alexis is so I think he just has to be a be more self confident. Love the way you guys riff, especially love love the way you guys riff, especially. I peace, peace, Brotowski's. All right, I love everything about this guy. One, he's hilarious. He's got dope little like nicknames. Yeah, fun. He's critical of you. All the things that yeah, I love. Things you, know? that you enjoy very much. Said nothing about me besides I'm also funny, which is kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, most of the reviews and most of the the commentary that we hear is is mostly about how uh, you know one of us is knowledgeable about soccer and one yeah. of us kind of is professional and the other is around. Yeah, you know? but yeah. they never say who is who. No, clearly <laughs> I'm the one who gets shit on. Mercy. Mercilessly throughout all of this, Twitter, Instagram comments, YouTube comments. So, see, but this this criticism this is not goes, just a like, oh, he doesn't know about soccer. Oh, one's loud and this stupid. Is like, oh no, I listen to Christian. No, here's and how you I, suck. I think he's deeply flawed as a human being, and I think he doesn't. Oh, you know, yeah, he's not confident. Maybe he's sad. Maybe there's uh, issues with his dad yeah. that he needs to really confront. Look, there's something at the core of this. <laughs> And let's take a stab at it in the iTunes reviews. <laughs> That's the way. You know, I'm going to have a long conversation with Gunny, my therapist, about this particular review. Oh, I just heard a click click. He says he's available. Uh, he's available right after the show. So, yeah, some people, uh, I might be, yeah, well, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Like, do I, do I think out loud? Maybe. I think part of the allure of this show is that you feel like you're at a bar. When you're listening to two guys that are either your friends or just really loud and next to you having a conversation. Yeah. I feel that. So when you maybe get lost in a story, which I sometimes just say the wrong words <laughs> in different orders, I feel like that's part of the allure I think of so it. Too. I, I, but you I, can't be too professional and be a cool again. I, I think people are lost in the fact that really who's who's keeping this boat afloat, right? right. There's a lot of things I have to keep in mind, right? What before I'm I have to prepare for the show. Yeah. I I have to write down all these notes. So we do I. Watch the first one. I don't know about the notes. <laughs> I have to. I have to. We have to watch highlights. I have to. I have to sort of a rundown of yeah. the show. And then on and top also, of that, I have this goddamn wild card next to me, <laughs> and I have to k 
keep the show in some sort of order. Now, what would your therapist say about blaming someone else for your issues? All right. I think Gunny would have some strong advice. So, uh, but thank you for your concern. No, but look, actually, I looked at this as a big positive because someone who's who's constructively criticizing you, albeit in a lot of words, uh, that means they're listening. And that means that they're not only enjoying it, they're analyzing what we're doing. And that's the next step of being a Cooligans fan is not just allowing us to yell in your ears sure. for a few hours a week. At least he's not like, uh, you know, get this damn beta male off of yeah. my ears. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he mad weak with that soiling. <laughs> if you ever see a review like that, I wrote it. I want you to know that. I found someone's computer who I haven't had access to, and I left a review. Yeah, flying bread man, there's no way that can't be you. You no. are the pizza guy. No, I'd be the sitting down bread man. <laughs> uh, so thank you for your review. Make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. It's always very helpful. And by the way, still five stars. That was still really five, dope yeah, of you, but very nice. Uh, okay, cool. I'm glad I didn't. I, I I didn't even deduct one of those stars from from my sad, yeah. lonely life. You didn't lose as a star. That's very nice that's, of you. That's pretty good. That feels all right. But we are we are getting some really really dope reviews. Some of them just short and concise, like "Yo, I love this thing," which is dope. We love we love them all. You don't have to be constructive. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, but you know, feel free to let us know how you feel. Exactly. It's all helpful. It's all helpful. All right. So let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about some other things. All right. So this. Uh, uh, last night, what did we do last night? We had a great time, didn't oh, did we? Not? They, this could go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> we went. We, yes, we had a very, just <laughs> very passionate, love, passionate yeah. evening. Once again, that's also on the YouTube channel <laughs> that Alex Jones left. <laughs> that's also going on there. Yeah, there were lizard people there too. Man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we didn't know where one person ended and one lizard started. Um, we went to the. Uh, MLS Rivalry Week event at the Villain in Brooklyn, which was uh, in conjunction with uh, Secret Walls. Yes, which it is was a, and Adidas, uh, Adidas and Heineken, and, and Heineken, and it was like uh, basically Secret Walls is like this art project where they have a blank wall and and two artists compete and they just have to like draw a, a thing based on whatever theme it's also like a brand they have like a really cool streetwear clothes they have a oh, rain yeah. jacket that's really dope so there's a whole bunch of stuff there's a lot of really cool stuff that's a part of it but yeah the big part of it is sort of like this art off like this sort of sort of like street art like competition it's really cool so they did that there was djs uh mike labelle the emls player is going to be on the show later and chris diddy uh holly uh, holly who's the emls player for nycfc was also going to be on uh later they played against each other and we got a chance to call the game we got to call the game they we- call it shout casting which i hate <laughs> i hate a, that term it's a weird name nobody for knows it. what it means well, look we are now we are officially uh, announcers you know we are the john strong and Stu holden oh yeah uh, or even going forward the daniel slayton and the Katie Withams. Oh, of, yeah. <laughs> of, uh, or the Stu Strong. Okay, that's what I want to be called. <laughs> Mixing them all together. Uh, <laughs> but but we do that with, uh, the, with the gamers. And that was, uh, that was a cool. It was cool because it was different. And, and the, the gaming side should be a little bit different than the real soccer side. It should be more fun. Like, look, we had an audience behind us, which doesn't very often happen. Normally, we're looking at the audience, but we could hear their reaction. And we were getting a lot of laughs. And that's something that... We've been critical of uh, with a lot of e-sporting events, you know, the the commentary from time to time. I know Mike LaBelle's done it in the past and Jimmy Conrad. They're fun. They're a lot of fun to watch when they're not when it's not guys like that that have big personalities doing it. It's like it's too serious. Yeah, it's just like real. Or it's just really dull. A real sports, uh, you know, announcing. And it's just like it feels strange when you're watching polygons. 
yeah. go back and forth, and then you have these real yeah bits. We're looking at bits, <laughs> you know. And well, you all don't these know. ones and zeros. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. let's have some fun here. Come on now. Uh, so, so it was I cool think we do. added a different. I think we added was, something different. It was really fun. I'm 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 hoping that we it's a thing that we can do more often. But it was genuinely really really cool to yeah. uh, to do that. And then uh, we had appearances by Anton Tinnerholm from NYCFC and uh, Sean, Sean, Akira Davis. Sean Akira Davis. A bunch of players were there. We got to meet yes. the law firm. We met with our lawyer. Finally. <laughs> Ishmael Tajuri Shradi, who yeah. he told us it's not Shrady, yes, which sometimes the announcers call him that. It is Shradi. No, we know, uh, we know him. Of course, we know him. He's our he's our lawyer. <laughs> he's our lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> don't call that lawyer. By and he keeps saying, "Yo, your therapist is a liability. You can't have a gun. That's a therapist." <laughs> uh, but uh, we got to meet him, and he. Save the video to his phone. That was super cool. He loves it. He says he watches it all the time. When he meets somebody new, he shows it to them. Dude. This is the coolest. Imagine. He's the coolest grandpa <laughs> in no. the league. Imagine Ishmael Tajiri Shradi. He's on a, some Tinder date. And he's like, hey, do you want to see this? My law, my <laughs> yeah. law firm that, yeah. I also have, that I also run? Yeah. Oh, check this out. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> if, for, if for any reason some people uh, don't know what we're talking about, we made a uh, a law firm commercial for Ishmael Tajiri Shradi. Oh, uh, we specifically made a bad law firm commercial. <laughs> Like for a bad law firm, not a bad commercial. <laughs> we made a good commercial for a bad law a firm. A bad law firm, yes. That happened to be called Ishmael Tajuri and Shradi. Yeah, and it's like a very, as cheesy as law firm commercials get. Uh, so that's what we did. But it was really cool to, you know, we get to we basically wrote a sketch about an, an MLS player and then meet him and then hear that he's also like super into it uh, and, and found it really funny. And it was just genuine. It made me feel good because we we spent a lot, a lot of time working on that it. That was a lot of effort. I almost collapsed at one point. And that's right. Because we yeah. filmed that in my apartment. Well, there was for some reason this middle room gets extremely hot. Yeah, it was. A, we've, it was in the middle of June, I think. It that was we filmed it, and terrible. It was, just, it was just. It just gets hot. And it, put this in the reviews. Christian don't like air conditioning. <laughs> I put that. No, it's in just, the iTunes. There's reviews. no AC in that room, and there's, in the you know, whole apartment. But the lights. It's, it's the lights. It's from the, the lights. The it's also a very close, small room. It's the one we turned into the green. The, the, green, the green screen. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was where we filmed all of our first videos, and we were in there for a while, and I legitimately almost collapsed. <laughs> it was getting very warm in there. But what a sad death. Yeah. You know, imagine. dying making soccer content. <laughs> he died making a parody of a, of a law firm. <laughs> if only that law firm was real in here, uh, we could sue Christian, my posthumously sue Christian. Um, it was a lot of fun, but when we were making it, we said, like, Ugh, I wonder if he's going to get this because he's not from here. Yeah. So maybe he hasn't seen that. Like, yeah. maybe he doesn't get the reference. And I, yeah, I hope I don't he doesn't know. think do, we're making they, fun of his name. Do they have bad law firm commercials in Libya? I, I think all of them might be, it might <laughs> be bad law. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they need more than law firm commercials right now. Um, but we were a little not scared, but we we're like, hey, we had this like moment of pause. Like, I wonder if he's gonna get it. Yeah. I wonder if someone could explain it to him. You know? Yeah, but uh, but he, it was complete opposite. He was like. Go totally on board and super super into it. So he, he was he couldn't have been nicer. And the guy from uh, from NYCFC said uh, that he felt no shade to anyone else that it was the best. Uh, you know, they, they asked a lot of content creators <laughs> to make this. You know what? Alexis but, didn't need to mention that. No. <laughs> He's like, but, no shade to anybody else, but. And we better than you. <laughs> uh, no, but the reason I bring that up is because when we were making it, we had no idea what anyone else was going to do. We just totally, believed, yeah. we just believed in our own vision of like, yeah. all right, maybe. Uh, again, if you don't, so NYCFC basically did, I think for all the, uh, everyone who was up for an all-star vote. Yeah. They made, uh, they had like content creators or fans yes. come up with some type of content yeah. Yeah. to help, to help support get people vote. That was the whole point. Was for people to vote for Ishmael Tajuri Shradi. It didn't work apparently. Uh, <laughs> we tried our best. All right, we tried. Uh, sue us. <laughs> uh, you could talk to Ishmael Tajuri But when I'm not saying that to say uh, the other ones weren't, they were all really good. I'm just saying that 
we we put this thing together and like we had no idea what other people were going to do. Were they going to create sure. bigger or anything? So it's cool to not only put something out, have the fans love it, but also to find out the player himself liked it. Exactly. I think it was really cool. And it's not a competition between. We're all supporting. Of course not, because we're so much better. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not. You guys are not competition, and that's not, that's not good. It's not fair. Anyway, uh, so it was fun, but really the the, uh, the capping off the night. Which I, I didn't. I didn't even know this was going to happen. No one knew. I, we didn't know. We didn't know. They didn't tell us. I mean, till very. It was a headliner. Yes, there was a headliner at the. I mean, if you saw our Instagram stories, you saw that we we were partying till very late on a Monday night. Oh yeah. Uh, but young Ma, young Ma destroyed. All right. She was telling everybody, yo. Hefany this and Hefany that. <laughs> I know. Why you keep calling her Stephanie? <laughs> you, I told you her real name many times. You streamed her real name. Uh, it was dope. It was, uh, look, Atlanta had the, they had what, 2 Chains? 2 Chains, Waka Titty Flocka, Boy. And, the, and, and they had those concerts and Trench stuff like that God. During, during All-Star. And New York doesn't really get that kind of love from MLS, you know? from This is a watershed moment for us. Yes. Because we've always talked about, like, that hip-hop culture, that street culture. I'm from Newark. He's from Brooklyn. You know, like, that culture that we grew up on doesn't really exist in MLS. Part of what we try to do here is, like, promote the people that are doing that, and we try to do it ourselves. Sure. Guys like Black Arrow are doing that. You know, Copa 90 is doing a lot more of it now that, you know, Aaron West is there. Yeah. He's putting in slang and stuff that's in the videos that didn't exist before. You know what I mean? It's not just like hype beastie now. Like People people getting mad that he replaced Heath Pierce in that yeah, WTF. I'm, damn, son. That was a hilarious. <laughs> just Aaron West, man. He's just one of the best. Dude, yeah. He's one of the best dudes. <laughs> but, like, MLS themselves don't really do that. So, like, even us, when we went to All-Star, we went to the Black Arrow Copa 90 party. We didn't really go to the MLS party because that was more our speed it's the music we like to listen and dance to it's like like our style this was the first time like in new york's tried a bunch of different stuff this is the first time i saw an event where i was like nah they got it yeah they got it right it really was was esports there was like food drinks hanging out players sandwiches you couldn't stop talking about well because we have vip passes (laughs) one of my favorite moments is uh one of the photographers and ethan white who was also doing some photography there you may remember ethan white from playing uh with nycfc previously previous to that dc united also on the show last week on the show last week i totally (laughs) didn't forget that uh they were trying to get into the VIP section and take some photos and they hired like really big security. Cause this was Red Bull fans and NYCFC fans, a lot of ex cops. And, and it's also a rap show, right? Yeah. And you a know, rap show. You gotta, yeah, be, yeah. You gotta cover all fronts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cover everybody. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of really tall dudes who stand like they were definitely in academies. For it, was the, it was the first MLS party I ever got patted down. Did you get patted down? I got wanded down. I got wanded. I got, I got a little. But the dude, I honestly don't think he had a real wand. I think it was just his iPhone. <laughs> he was real small. I was like, this dude ain't even. <laughs> just take a picture of my butt. Uh, <laughs> just take a selfie. I got extra of your junk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We good, son. Uh, got had keep it moving. I see what you're working with. Uh, <laughs> not enough for me. Uh, so uh, <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, which we call it. So it was like really cool. They were trying to get into VIP to take pictures. That's their job. They had to deliver a certain amount of photos and VIP would not let them in because they didn't have the white wristband. So I walk over. I'm like, no, this guy played for MLS. And the security guy's like, I don't even know what MLS is. <laughs> 
I, you could be lying to me. There's no way to prove it. So I'm not even going to trip. Like I'm only allowed to let people with the white wristband. And I walked away and then I realized I got a white wristband. Yeah. So as they're arguing, trying to get in VIP, I walk by, stick my hand in, show the guy and he goes, yeah, go ahead. And I was like, ah, it was so much fun. Like yeah, everyone had moment. a good time. Very everyone good had a good moment. time. <laughs> Young MA is one of the most charismatic performers I've seen in a long time. She is absolutely yeah, incredible on stage. Good show. She was, I think she did like, what, like maybe a 20 minute set, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Real quick. She landed from Europe and flew right back out uh, yeah, last yeah. night. So, so literally just, just did the Adidas event. Yeah. That was up. Uh, yeah. Concert was great. Really fun. And, and I'm optimistic about like future events like that. Cause that very was much so very, very fun. I kept saying we need to do more of this. We need to do. Oh, not, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, more of this needs to happen. You know, there were beatboxers, there were b-boys. Yeah. So like in, ge- in general, like I know these, these, uh, the, the secret walls events were for New York and LA, but in, in general, I, I think a lot of this stuff across the entire league and in several different cities, I think people shouldn't take for granted. Like this league is very young. The yeah. players, the, the personalities are very, very accessible. You can, you have more access than you really think. And you can, you should go to these uh, places and, and hang out. You can meet players and, and you know, so th- this is a thing that you should look out for whenever you see an opportunity. Yeah. And you get to meet, you know, people that are adjacent to the league like us or, you know, uh, EMLS players. We met, Bunch of people, tons who, of fans we, we from met. both sides, by the way, which is really cool. Yeah, that was really really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out, who was it? Lalo, uh, who who took the photo. He has the, uh, that he the has New the York tattoo. Tattoo. Shout out to him. That was really cool. We we had met him at All Star, uh, and and did what? What's the guy's name? The, the, the uh, Colombian guy. dude. I can't remember. It was like D. I D? know Heist. Heist was Heist his homie. The other guy, but the other I forgot his name. It was like D. I think I heard D. It was kind of loud. It was loud, uh, but he was great. Good dudes. Yeah. So shout out. And he was like, ah, I like Christian more because he's Colombian. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> That's not even real. That's right. That's how I win people over. That's right. I just claim Colombian. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. It was such a great event. It was great for Thank New York. You to, Thank you to everyone. The fans started to get a little lit, a little wild. Yeah, free, you know, you get, free beer. You, yeah, you get free beer. All Might right. have been and Rebel fans, yeah, yeah. there's going to be some some words tossed back and forth. But luckily, there was no violence or anything like that. There was no, no pushing or shoving. It was a lot of just yelling back and forth. Yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful night for, for yeah, American soccer. Yeah, the artwork soccer. was really cool, too. Oh, uh, the artwork we, we was incredible. We have posted it on our Instagram, so check it out. So, uh, all right, let's get to some less fun soccer stuff. But the, less hip-hop involved, but not as much as you may think, because uh, uh, because Marky Mark was brought up in, in this uh, Austin council meeting last week. Remember? So, we didn't talk about this last week, because the the vote... For the Austin for the Austin City Council. That's right. Uh, because again, Anthony Precourt wants to move the Columbus Crew. Blah, he was blah, blah. there. We all we yes we all know that he did clear a hurdle, but it's not over. It's not over. Uh, but Marky Mark was brought. Mark Mark Wahlberg was yeah. brought up in this because. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is involved in t- he purchasing some sort of property or land or a business. He's starting some business venture in Columbus. And somebody asked him, w- would you be willing to buy the Columbus crew uh, from Anthony Precourt? I did not know any of this. Yeah, this, this is pretty was, dope. This is very real. Uh, that This was a, a, an article somebody put out. And he was like, yeah, I would consider doing that. And then as soon as he said that, people were like, yo, Marky Mark may own the Columbus Crew. Well, he just put out some good vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's like, okay, but like there's a potential investor. Right. Uh, and so, and because of that. Think about it. The concession stands could all be Wahlburgers. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all right. Look at that. We're already working on the whole shirt sponsor. The, the marketing campaign. How about this? Every movie is the shirt sponsor. Whatever movie you have coming out, switch the shirt. You own the team. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Marky, come on, buddy. Come on. The Academy could be called the Funky Bunch. 
<laughs> uh, look, look, we didn't even plan any of this. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> well, did, wow, do you, do you work in marketing? <laughs> Why do I know that so much? That was very fast. All these ideas. Well, again, just to remind you, we did not have this conversation well, beforehand. I swear to you, I did not know anything about I did see the meme. You posted a meme of uh, Mark Wahlberg, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know what this has to do with anything. <laughs> Yes, so that's a, a, a possibility, uh, but who knows? So, so the Austin City Council voted seven to four to uh, to to give uh, Anthony Precourt a stadium. So yeah, or at least the, the land for the stadium, or, or yeah, the to, ability, like to the allow, permitting. Now they can enter negotiations about actually building right. a stadium and stuff like that. Now, so if you're if you're hashtag save the crew, um, it's not necessarily over, but you know this would have prevented him from moving there, but not necessarily moving the team. Right. Like there were other cities potentially that he could have had access to. So it would have just stopped Austin. But this doesn't end if you're trying to save your team. Shouts to you. Respect um, and hashtag save the crew from us as well. Um, but it does not mean that it's over for you guys. Correct. Uh, but this did. Uh, I was I was watching the council meeting again uh, because that's what I do. You're I, a big fan. I, I go through several cities throughout the country. <laughs> yeah. and I just I just live stream there. All the city council you watch meeting. court proceedings. <laughs> A lot of stuff, <laughs> but I was watching, and this one, uh, this one wasn't as uh, fun as the last one because the last one they had the uh, the Robert Subtle, right, the lawyer. That yeah. Is. So we had these characters that were like kind of <laughs> silly. There were people flipping off the camera. If you wrote it, people were like, is this a lost episode of Parks and Rec? <laughs> like this can't be real. It was very silly. It seemed like it, it, nobody knew what was going on. There was like no information before the vote was supposed to happen. Right. Uh, but this one was they were going through amendment after amendment after amendment to really like it really seemed like they all knew how they were going to vote but it's like let's talk for three hours to it's politics man it let's really just, is man it at was, one point there was a note written on like really badly on a piece of paper and someone's like i'd be more comfortable if it were typed and we're like <laughs> just, i mean this is all on camera like we have record of all it of this. really was brutal like the from when they i mean it took about from the when the meeting started to when they voted, it was maybe three and a half hours. When the I think they had agreed on the prior eleven forty five. So like yeah, it yeah. was like by noon we're voting right, and everybody was like, so there were there was like three or four people that were just like they were not going to be convinced. Yeah. They just did not want this stadium, uh, and and I felt like they had to appease them by like putting on the theater of politics and letting right. them sort of have their voice, just letting them speak until they're tired. Sure. Uh, yeah, I felt like they wanted to filibuster the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, this is this is where we are now, right? And after this happened, a, a lot of people were upset, and we're seeing a lot of people, especially in the in the crew camp, the save the crew camp, being like, the, the there's still a lawsuit ongoing, and that is also a thing that the Austin City Council brought up. That is like, how are you going to just move the team when in the middle of the lawsuit? And you know, we mentioned it before. They were they were just like, Sutter was like, no, nah, that's fine. We're, we're there's nothing to worry. What are you talking about? Like, this? No, 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 leave it alone. <laughs> Why are you bringing old stuff up? Right? Yeah. Oh God, again with this. <laughs> but it looks like that is going to be. I guess that's the last resort for for. Um, for Columbus and crew fans because or, you know he doesn't necessarily get a stadium this just gives him clearance to negotiate a stadium so there's yes. potential that there's still an issue sure you know something came up pizza came up in this somehow pizza did come up pizza came up all our favorite things Mark Wahlberg yeah. and pizza came <laughs> those up. are my two my my poster the things that you are absolutely an extra on yeah. came up in this yeah. Austin City Council meeting my 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 poster of a shirtless Marky Mark uh, with, eating pizza with pepperoni 
he's over his nipples. <laughs> over his very nipples. Interesting. Have some respect for children. Uh, <laughs> but the cup and jar. Doesn't Mark Wahlberg on. have a third nipple? Wasn't that his thing? I have no clue. Yeah. I should have known you that. Should've. Imagine I knew all this information. <laughs> Out of all the information about Marky Mark, this is what you know. I think, I feel like this was a thing about him. Uh, I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm right. Googling Mark Wahlberg third nipple. Uh, yeah, he has a he's a trip. He's part of the triple nipple club, as as BuzzFeed says. Okay, did not know that. I got to look at my poster a little closer. <laughs> I'm looking at photos of a bunch of nude men. Yeah, uh, here yeah, we go. he does. He does have a. It's right under his left nipple. He has another little nip. Little I mean, it's just a dark spot. That's not an actual nipple. Bro. All right. Well, anyway, look, that was the point we, we oh, wanted just to keep in mind that we're looking at nipples right now. Also, this is 100% a soccer podcast. 100%. Uh, somebody said that the potential sponsor came out would have been Papa John's. Papa John's CEO, troubled past, said a couple. Well, I think Papa John's is currently a sponsor for the Columbus crew. Currently a sponsor. Yeah, that's why. But I think there was fear that they would be associated or they would name the, the stadium that. Yes. So the, the argument became we're going to get, we as a city get get a chance Pop, to sort Papa of. Papa John's racism stadium. <laughs> <laughs> the Papa John's KKK stadium. Uh, <laughs> most of you allowed it. Uh, so, yeah, you could understand why Austin wouldn't want that. Yeah, Austin's like kind of not part of our brand here <laughs> is to have a, a stadium named after a dude who yells the N-word on a conference call. But uh, they wanted more control over the naming. And the team's like, no, uh, but we're not, we're not going to do the Papa John's thing. If that's well, cool, just trust us that we're not going to just pick a racist. <laughs> well, we won't do that, but no, you don't get to decide who the naming right is. So this goes back and forth, but the, I can't remember the lady's name. Uh, who's I, I, the curly hair lady. I yeah. Forgot, yeah I she would not let this Papa John's no, thing dude. go. She kept bringing it up like this. We can't be associated with Papa John's at all. And I came up with a genius idea. If at that moment, Someone and it should have been me. And the only reason I didn't do it is because old Christian here would have been mad at me <laughs> for getting involved. I wanted to order Papa John's to this lady right at that moment, but say it was from Anthony Precourt. <laughs> it would have been epic. That alone, and I posted this on Twitter. And let me say, you really want to save the crew? None of y'all order Papa John's to this meeting. <laughs> this would have saved the crew right in that moment. They would have lost the stadium because she would have been like, I'm out. <laughs> no, that's uh, she wasn't one. She was already a person that wasn't going to vote for the stadium. So it would. Well, then you should have picked somebody else. Someone who's paying closer attention. I heard Mark Wahlberg. I lost control. Uh, <laughs> someone who's paying closer attention. What if is, you would have, if you would have gotten them Papa John's in that moment, <laughs> you would have had. A hundred percent saved their career. And this is why you listen to the cool guys. Somebody <laughs> retweeted us, but finally somebody suggesting guerrilla warfare. <laughs> yes. This is again, who was it? Uh, uh, Charles from Columbus crew. Yes. Uh, was who is a lawyer. Yes. And he was like, please do not take legal advice from Alexis after, <laughs> yeah, right. after all the suggestions he made last week. Uh, whatever you do, uh, do not listen. So, you should have been at the at our uh, World Cup comedy yeah, tour event if you want to hear. Honestly, for your legal advice, listen to Gunny before you <laughs> listen to Alexis. He's from Jerry Shroudy, top, then Gunny, then I'm somewhere in the hundreds. Uh, so look, the, I think that, so the last resort, is, from my understanding, is those those legal proceedings, and they're going to use, uh, it, it, uh, what's the... Uh, the rule art model art model the art model law because he was the one who moved the Cleveland Browns to, in to, the middle of the night <laughs> after promising he wouldn't <laughs> to Baltimore mm -hmm. uh, and 
So it looks like that's the, good, the rule they're going to use to try to keep the team because Ohio does the, they don't want to keep losing their damn teams over yeah. and over. So this is put was put in place for, uh, to prevent that. Uh, there's still a chance that that works. So who knows? Maybe Precar gets his own, you know, uh, uh, franchise. Maybe he does a separate. So yeah, something could change. You know what? It's weird. The sentiment seems to be not as um, callous as it used to be. I, th- I think coming from the leagues. Uh, side where it used to be just like well the you know you it, we, we would hear Garber be like business, business metrics, metrics yeah and, and and give reasons why the team uh, is not successful which look and we, that doesn't seem to be the case anymore but let's also let's be honest we're very supportive of of Columbus keeping their team but that can't be you can't dismiss that alone there's reasons why and I know that there's a lot of good reasons why pre-court may have had a hand where the team had may have had a hand in aiding some of those bad yeah, that's the, um, that's a suggestion that's, that's a suggestion question. I get it these are some good points that are being made and things that need to be looked at and I'm not saying they're not true I'm not saying they're 100 percent true because I haven't reviewed it on my own but they seem plausible right you can't shy away from the fact that if Columbus did finish many years in a row in the, in the bottom three of the business metrics, that's something that needs to be rectified is moving a team to the downtown. 100% going to rectify that. No, but, a lot of teams are but, struggling, but they did with season tickets. It's not a Columbus only issue. Save the crew did put out their, their own renderings of, of a, a downtown stadium, of a stadium which, which is, is dope. cool. I don't know who's going to pay for it. But. Uh-huh. Marky. <laughs> <laughs> Marky. It's a good idea, but they did also say that they, I think they have a, uh, 19,000 committed season ticket holders at, if, if the team, uh, if pre-court sells the team. So, and, all right, uh, there you go. So there's, look, I think there's, there's real work being done, uh, to, Which, to galvanize the fan base. At 19,000, you know, Cincinnati got all this buzz when they got 18,000, 19,000 is more than that. Exactly. All right. Well, probably Alexis. <laughs> I did that math <laughs> on my own. <laughs> wow. This, I mean, re- really, it's taken a couple of years, but there's been so much improvement and progress. I feel like, first of all, I have a headache. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so look, we're on your side, guys. I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping the team stays. And I'm, and I'm, I'm going to be watching if there's going to be any live streams of any, uh, any trials. <laughs> yeah. Is it, this could be the next OJ trial. This could be it. Is PSV yeah. <laughs> venture V uh, the city? <laughs> so, uh, all right. So let's talk about a couple other. Speaking th- of uh, speaking of Columbus, I had no idea. Uh, Lil Bow Wow was from Columbus. Did, did you know that? Uh, I think I did know that. Well, now I- he's just Bow Wow. Bow Wow was from Columbus, so maybe him and Marky, two rap icons, <laughs> Mark uh, Wahlberg icons, and yes. Bow Wow. <laughs> yes. Two Mount Rushmore uh, we, of hip hop. We know that Lil Bow Wow won't be using a, uh, any private jets. No, no. <laughs> because, uh, He'll let the team take a picture next to one, <laughs> but you so, better not get on that plane. Budget's going to be real good. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. going to be overspending. Uh, uh, we don't flex that hard, my guy. Get off that plane. <laughs> uh, speaking of other rappers, did you guys, did you see uh, Lil Uzi Vert? Uh, in doing a little freestyle. Did I? Uh, I mean, is it a freestyle? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, more of a limerick. I yeah, think. yeah. It was also hard to hear him. Yeah, it was just so. But th- these he wrote to be very well. This seems to be very popular. Just like get get the rapper in the studio or in a living room. In a living room, like or, Venetian blinds. Yeah, it looked like there was just like a Mac, a MacBook, and yeah. him just rapping over a beat. And somebody just found a beat on YouTube and played it. <laughs> and and he does a freestyle over it. And I mean, you know. 
the most important part of all this and the most hip hop part of all this is that he's wearing a soccer jersey. He is. He's wearing uh, And what? He is a Philadelphia boy, so he's clearly wearing the dupe <laughs> Philly Union jersey, right, Christian? He is not wearing that at all. He's no, he's a, wearing a, a, <laughs> he's wearing a Liga MX jersey, uh Club America. Club America. And uh and yeah, watching it you're like, "Oh, it's so cool." Make does this freestyle video that you know is going to get tons of hits. Tons of hits. So it's like over know, half a million views on YouTube alone. Yeah, and he can wear whatever shirt he wants. He but, wears whatever he wants. But why isn't he wearing No. I'm glad he's wearing soccer. Yes. That's important for the culture. But as soon as I saw it, I said to myself, "Missed opportunity." He's not from a non-MLS city. That dude is from Philadelphia. How? I'm not saying you somehow foresaw this and sent him jerseys, right? There's no way to know this. But this points to what happened last night with Young Ma and and all this cool the, stuff I, happening. Well, at least MLS gave her, uh, although the Rebels gave her the Rebel Rebels jersey. Give, yeah, I mean she yells Red Life. And, she, uh, you <laughs> yeah, know. So It'd be weird if you she had a blue jersey. Doesn't, on. Uh, bleed blue is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so it would have been very difficult to get her to even hold okay. an NYCFC jersey. That said, 100. percent That said, that event itself was very modern and 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 uh, you know hip hop and street and the culture that it, that represents New York. Right. Atlanta, everything it does Two chains is a part of titty boy everywhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Walk is there. Just yeah. T pain, young jog. No, you know, no one even knows him, but the, like these killer people, Mike, killer Mike, killer Mike, the, the everyone, thing. everything is involved. They're putting the soccer fields in the train stations in the middle of the hood. Like they're doing all the things right for the culture. That is a, that is, that is the city. The city is that yeah. culture. New York is doing it. Philly, what are you doing? What is you doing, Philly? The what is you doing of the week? Well, what they're doing is beating NYCFC 2-0. I get and they're it. about to play in the U.S. Open Cup final. Shouts to them. They're doing, look, they're doing <laughs> they're big doing things on, on the, the field. Doing, yeah. Right? They, they were, they start off the season real bad. The fans were really upset that things weren't moving. The plan itself, you know, uh, wasn't working. Seems to be working out quite fine now. Yeah. That said, culturally, this is, this should be a shot across uh, the bow of all MLS teams. What are you doing to represent the culture that's in the city? Yeah. What are you doing to get the culture of your city represented as a part of your team? What makes you think the fans view your team as a part of that culture? And NYCFC is starting to do it. Rebel's starting to do it. Um, Red Bull, props to Rebel for integrating the Red Bull brand more and some of the other cool things they do. Sure. Props to NYCFC like for jumping out of space. Yeah, I mean, all crazy <laughs> stuff. You know, like you make a big uh, macrame duck and you think you launch that off of a platform. I don't know what that's about. No one's ever told us, but they do a lot of cool stuff. We did the fives, the Neymar Junior's five. We hosted NYCFC a little bit, a little bit slower to, to, to do some of these things sure. uh, in the city. I mean, they're painting, you know, soccer it's a new fields. team. I think they're adjusting, but they're new doing team, a right? lot of stuff for the community. They're a little bit European professional. Maybe they need to sort of understand New York culture a little bit more, but they're starting to do those things, right? Yeah. They're really starting to do those things. What, what is everyone else doing? I agree. Why, why, how did he get his hands on a Globa America Jersey? And why did he think that was dope and not an MLS Jersey? He may not even know what Globa America is. So he may not have known what an MLS jersey. Why did he view that as doper than a different jersey? Look, it's it's about integrating it into the culture. It's look, it's hard. It's like who are we talking to right now? Are we talking? We need to have a, a group meeting at the MLS offices. And we need to people, have a panel. <laughs> and let people know exactly how they should be marketing. Let's just like get that. a wireless amp and walk through <laughs> the MLS offices. Uh, look, it's gonna take time, but I I think bridging that gap between the cultures, like. 
are the people that work at MLS or work at at particular clubs in the in those marketing departments are they listening to Lil Uzi Vert? Are they following him on on Instagram? How much hip hop do they really listen to? I don't know. So maybe that there's a little bit of a divide there, and uh, it's it's hard to find. It's hard to blame anybody. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Look, I don't know. You know, we uh, something like a, a tchotchke, like a like a like a what do they call those? A koozie. Okay. Right? We don't even uh, have, do you, have you ever used a koozie? <laughs> oh, these are like the little giveaway things. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, if we're going to spend money on a koozie, spend it on something we might use. You know what I mean? Put Lil Uzi Vert in a koozie. Put him in a koozie. He's very small. <laughs> he's very small. He he's a very small guy. Like a shirt. For <laughs> little tiny Uzi Vert. Uh, but like, what's something that like New Yorkers would use? I don't know. Like the thing, uh, a handle for, you know, a thing to hold your Metro card or something like I'm not saying specifically don't do that. I'm just saying, like, think of the culture you're in more. Didn't we talk? I I think we talked about this. So you had this idea of, like, why doesn't why don't any of the New York teams advertise on the back of Metro cards? Didn't you say? I think yeah, you said that. I brought that up like, uh, well, like uh, maybe like, this is like the two, first three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like the first 50 episodes. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's like another idea. Like, you know, Supreme. Supreme. Supreme, put- Supreme has the cover of the post. <laughs> Yo, no. we can't get. On a metro card, I think it's it's like twenty five grand. I think to to get on the back of a the the on, on the metro card. What's that? Three That's, rookies? I mean, come on! <laughs> sacrifice three rookie lives. <laughs> just go loan them out. <laughs> Abdul Salam got loaned to Says, uh, uh, San no San Antonio. No, that's San Antonio. No. Oh, what team? They just oh, Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix Rising. Rising. Yeah. So right? Now the money you saved there? There's just uh, a rumor that uh, Jonathan Lewis might also get loaned out for because of for playing time. There you go. Which is, it seems like the wrong idea, but I think, but uh, uh, Torrent said, I, I was reading this in, in The Athletic, Torrent said that uh, putting young players under so much pressure, like when the team is like the, like struggling to get, to try to get the supporter shield, like that's too much pressure on a young player and that's not the best place, you know, so, sort of to put them in, which is why Jonathan Lewis hasn't really been in the, in the 18 the last couple of weeks. And that's, it's got to be frustrating for them because I'm sure they want to come in and play, but it's probably better for their development. Sure. Nonetheless, yeah, do better. Do better. That's it. <laughs> All right. Just like, or couple, ask us. A couple other things. Uh, the Miami logo came out uh, for uh, Internacional de Club with the very poor, poorly worded. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly is like they asked me very quickly. What do you call it? Uh, Internacional Club de, de Fútbol, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it is a. Some people are saying it's Club Internacional de Fútbol. I mean, that's not what's on the logo. No, no, no. The proper way to say it. Yes. I disagree. I think it's Club de Football Internacional because Internacional, that's the name. Yes. Club de... Yeah, yeah. That's the name of the... That's Yeah, that's the name of the team. Yeah. it's Look, it's going to be called Inter. Most likely. Or Inter. Exactly. So, uh, but it looks good. It's it's two... Uh, two... Cranes. So, no, the two herons. Which is the, that's that's the animal that's on. It's not you. You said flamingos. I've never heard that before. I honestly thought you said heroin. What did you just <laughs> Heron, say? Heron, dog. Yeah, yeah. We got black tar, my guy. It's Rub it a, on your teeth. The, the logo is just the letter H. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Honduras. You know what we sell. <laughs> uh, but if you haven't seen it, it actually it's a really good looking logo, and I'm excited. It has some pink in it, and I, I'm excited to see the actual kit. I think they'll be they'll be. I'm fresh. excited to see the kit. The M is the the feet of the uh, heron. Yeah. Heron, heron, <laughs> heron, yes, heron. Henron. <laughs> uh, it's the, the the legs spell out M. Uh, there's like this weird half moon, half sun thing in the middle sure. of it, which I don't understand. I sent this to a buddy of mine who's an art director from Miami, and he was like, "Ugh, I'm tired of it." Okay, like so, apparently Miami looking uh, Miami fans that are listening. Um, I don't know what is the supporters group, the Sound Machine. I don't know what you guys are called. <laughs> Supply, right? 
The se- yes, it's Gloria Stefan <laughs> and, the, and the sound machine. Please, please have a. Where my real Cubans at? Have a sound machine because you guys make noise. It's sound. It's yeah, perfect. Look, it, look, it checks out. I look footy mob. You got to have a sound machine, <laughs> right? Uh, what is what? Um, what are they? What are they called like this? Uh, the supply or something, right? I forgot what they're called. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. It's a sound machine is so much better. Um, the, let us know how you feel. Like I'm hearing that locals in Miami are exhausted with the idea that the eighties Miami is the only Miami. Okay. And he brought up the Miami heat. He's like different colors. Yeah. Different look. Not everything is our deco. Not everything is the cocaine eighties. <laughs> Can we move on? It's all vice city. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like everything is, you know, Don Johnson, you know, like they, they're kind of tired of that or at least he is, he's an art director. So maybe like he's a little bit more forward. I'm trying, I'm trying to find what the name of the supporters group is. And all, I look up Miami supporters groups. And it's just like actual support groups. Yes, support so people group. who need who, who need help after they've seen tragically lame uh, <laughs> logos. <laughs> Look, anything's better than Miami Freedom. Yes, yes, yes which clearly was was the Moss Brothers. Not gonna work. <laughs> how, about, how about the Miami? Definitely not communists. <laughs> FC. Can we do that? <laughs> the, the Miami. Stop asking for my papers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Miami. I can do whatever I want for a job. I don't have to take a test. <laughs> uh, the the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, uh, DC United and New England Revolution. They had their game, uh, yeah. and, and it was on Fox Sports 1, and it was uh, the first all-female MLS broadcast. So, bravo. Shouts to you, ladies. Watched, you did an incredible job. Watch the game. So, it was uh, it was Lisa Lisa Byington, Daniel Slayton, and Katie, uh, Katie with them, uh, and she was on uh, doing the sideline reporting. Yeah. And uh, I, I definitely – I know I've, I've – Heard broadcast with Lisa Byington because I recognize her voice, but I didn't uh, know her by name. Right. But Daniel Slayton is a person who we've spoken about. Uh, yeah, we've uh, talked before. about her on the show before. She is. Uh, she uh, played for the national, women's national team. She also uh, she she does the coverage for. She does the sideline reporting for the San Jose Earthquakes. Right. So you, when you you see her on the local NBC broadcast for the for the earthquakes and I've she's always stood out to me. I mean, it's like she is better at this. Than most people. Yeah. I just- Man or woman. She's just really good at her job. A lot of insight into the mind of the player. Yes. Which is the world of a player is something that either they shy away from talking about or they don't give us too much insight on. Or here's why they're doing what they're doing. And that's so good. But even uh, there's a lot of former players that do the same job. They do the sideline reporting, but they they do it the way the other reporters do it. They, yeah. No, she, we want to see from your perspective. Yeah. She very much feels like it's a player talking to another player. And yeah. there's a there's a different bond, even in, in, in those short moments, like before, right before halftime. And, and she she can capture a. Uh, a real moment in like those two, three minutes. Absolutely. More than just any just regular like reporter. It's a different energy. So it's just like a well-deserved, uh, well-deserved opportunity. And it was yeah. a, a good thing. I know in general, like, you know, we have the people, what was that dude? I forgot the guy in Chelsea that was like, uh, you know, um, he, he didn't like hearing a woman on a Chelsea broadcast. He's like, I'm just, it's just the voice the no like, like shut up, dude! Like, uh, look, I'm glad you opened your mouth so everyone knows not to be cool with you anymore. <laughs> like, uh, what what are you talking about, dude? It's like they know. It's like they they can clearly do the job and they do it very very well. I will say it was different listening to three women do the job because you're used to hearing not three women do it. Yeah, but the, the the thing about it was 
they did such an incredible job. It was, so you're like, do this all the time. Yeah, it wasn't weird. It wasn't just no, like you're, it was different for yeah, sure. It was different because you're like, but that's how trained our ears are and our right. brains are when we were watching sports. We're so conditioned to to hear men telling us about it. And also think about like when you first started watching MLS. I know when I first started, it was a bit jarring that there wasn't English accents. Okay. You know, I was like, oh, I'm used to hearing it like uh, you know, FIFA uses the English accent, guys. I can't remember their names now. Martin Tyler. Martin Tyler and, and Alan, right? Alan something? Some Could be anything. Mar- Wahlberg. Um, you need, why about, how about, you know, <laughs> Stu and John? Yeah, you know, how about Sue Strong? Right? Yeah, Get that guy out there. Like, Stu Strong. They, Everybody they, loves him. They should, keep, <laughs> they should keep the British announcers for the option. But give us the American give option. Give us the American dudes. You know? um, but it was so it was different to hear American voices doing it and saying things that aren't, you know, colloquially English, like field and cleats and things like that. I was like, Oh, yeah. okay. I like this more. This is my style. Um, so it was certainly different, but it was, it was, I appreciated exactly what they were doing and I can't believe it's taken this long for real. Yeah, it was dope. Uh, and I'm glad it happened. I'm, I think MLS is the first, uh, sport in America to do that. Right. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, for like covering a men's sport. And by the way, think of any other sport and then think of the protests that would happen. <laughs> if three women called an NFL game or three women <laughs> called an NBA game, that would be my dream. Come yeah. true. <laughs> or a baseball Just game. Like, this is Twitter. <laughs> it's like the, the best way to like bring out, like it, yeah. it's like turning on uh, the light and there's cockroaches everywhere. Yeah, like, Just yeah. like, Oh, they're all here. Yo, this, oh, so we found them. This is where they commiserate. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, that'd be the best way to, it's the, like somebody on Twitter put like, ah, my uh, direct deposit looking lovely. And the next, the next screen cap is someone put them in a list, a Twitter list called people to rob. <laughs> Like this is, we yeah, should yeah. create a list of like oh, people who shouldn't be allowed to even watch sports. But, I mean, if people get mad at there's a, there's female uh, NFL refs. Yeah. There's a, I think there's one or two. And it's every time I watch a game, an NFL game with a female ref, I'm just like the, the internet is, I just, I'm like, it's going to pop up on my damn timeline. Of course it that, is. That her throwing a flag is very, it's just different. than and a man she, and she didn't throw it strong or far enough. It's just, it's always going to be some criticism. Let it's her just, throw it on their hand. You know, these monsters on the internet. It's so stupid. But, uh, but props, props to FS1 and, and props uh, uh, to them for getting the opportunity. It was uh, monumental. And I think it's uh, hopefully sets the standard for something for, for something like that happening more often. Really dope. So, all right. So uh, we're going to talk about, uh, oh, uh, Coming up next, our interview with uh, with Chris and Mike, Chris and Mike, Christopher Holly and Michael LaBelle, EMLS professionals. If you are interested in playing or becoming a professional gamer, this is the, the, the interview that you need to listen to, because we actually get into some real detail about how uh, how the game is really played and how. Uh, yeah. And what it means to be a professional. Exactly. So because usually when we have Mike on the show, it's just, we're just goofing off being dummies. Right. He doesn't know what it's like to be a professional. <laughs> you know that we had to bring Chris on. Yeah, exactly. All right. So we'll be right back after this. Hey, thank you so much for listening to The Coolers. We want to break in with a little bit of work from our sponsor. On the Volley Apparel, yeah. always looking out for the Cooligans and looking out for you guys. Uh, if you guys want to look fresh, you want to wear dope soccer gear. Last week, I, I was wearing the, the Keeper shirt. That it's Which like, it looks like a, looks well, like, I don't want to say the, it looks like it's a red block. It's a red block. Yeah. And it says Keeper in it. And if it was a pizza, it would have pepperoni and peppers and olives and onions <laughs> on it. Uh, it's it's really dope, but it says Keeper on it. There's also Striker, the striker. which is really cool. Look, it's like hip-hop. 
streetwear, uh, clothing. Remember the Run 90? Yes. Someone, I thought you were like a marathon runner because you were wearing <laughs> Could that. Could be further from the truth, <laughs> No, but you, if I was wearing it, they would have not thought that. But there's really cool stuff. They got like one that looks like a NASA logo. They got the Drake logo. There's got a bunch of really cool stuff. Uh, it's just a great brand. They're a huge, huge, huge supporter of the Cooligans since absolutely since day one. And we absolutely love them. They handle all of our merch for us. If you go to that website, onthevolleyapparel.com, and you put in Cooligans, you're going to get 20% off. 20% off of your entire order. Everything. And everything, and the stuff is already really cheap, so yeah. it's not like you're going crazy spending a ton of money. Uh, the gear is dope. It feels great. It's super comfortable. Uh, and, and you get a discount. The Cooligans are looking out for you. It's so dope. Now, look, you can't get a Gully shirt. Those are sold out. We got some new merch coming out. Where's it going to be when it comes out? It's going to be on onthevolleyapparel.com. Use Cooligans. Get 20% off. You deserve it. Yeah, baby, we're back. We are back. Welcome back to the Look at us. We're here. We're here. You're watching on YouTube. You see these uh, fine young gentlemen. Right. I mean, if you clicked on the podcast, you saw the title. You know who's here. (laughs) But we are here with uh, EMLS professionals, athletes. Some people wouldn't call them athletes, but that's that's those people. We don't respect those people. Well, I'm one of those people. But nonetheless, (laughs) I mean, it's so nice that you guys are here. No, I mean, this is awesome. Look, we talk about how, you know, soccer is getting into other cultures, and I think this is one of the most important ways to get something like MLS into that youth culture, into into people realizing that soccer is more than just a game you play That's right. on a field. This and is who I'm talking about <laughs> is Mike LaBelle, who you know from before, right? EMLS player for New York Rebels. Rebel. And with but now, finally, <laughs> finally uh, NYCFC player. Got, it's, it's taken too long to get him on the show. Welcome, Christopher Holly, uh, A.K.A. Diddy. A.K.A. Diddy, which I, coincidentally, why do you go by Diddy? Uh, Diddy is my brother's nickname. Okay. And Chris is my like. All right, all right. So that was like that was your handle that you yeah. came up with. See, because right. I I worked for. You know who Diddy is? Like the rapper. You know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I worked he for worked Diddy for, for a I didn't long know time. This. Yeah, so this let's, is let's drop some knowledge today. <laughs> he so, was his professional, I guess, fragrance arm. <laughs> he also did IT work. I did IT but work. But Diddy smelled them. It's a, yeah. For a I thought he wrote the the raps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sure. Diddy just writes the checks. I, we know. <laughs> I held his umbrella like Farnsworth family. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but that's so initially that's what I was like. All right, maybe this dude loves P Diddy and uh, he's a big P Diddy fan. But no, you could care less. It's just your brother's nickname. Uh, so welcome to yeah. the show, guys. So it, we've had Michael Labelle on the show often. This is maybe what the third time you've been on. the I'm show? I'm seeing all of these people three days in a row, which is like a record for me. <laughs> I saw them yesterday, today, and then I think we're all going to the game tomorrow. Yeah, right. That's right. So I'll be there. Yes. First time at Yankee Stadium, actually. Really? Yeah. And by the way, when you chance. say tomorrow, you mean today because this is coming out on Wednesday. <laughs> That's what I meant today. Yeah. And so, all I'm thinking about is Sean John fragrance right now because you brought up this Diddy situation. Yeah. I'm, I just want to let you know there's something that I wear. That's dude, really that rope beard. Probably it just says I definitely wore Sean. Look, like, I, I would talk Come about on. it, but I, we don't have enough time. Okay, that's what's on my mind. I've okay? spoken it's... about it on the show plenty. People okay. know all my my legendary stories with P Diddy yeah. and him smelling yeah. me. Uh, but it, it now we need to learn about you guys and who is who has been smelling you. No, you no, know? this podcast is so EMLS players can learn more about your previous careers. Yeah. That's what's important. So, so like I said, we have had Mike on the show before, so we know Mike well. But uh, the EMLS player for NYCFC, which you you were you've been. Uh, uh, doing this for a pretty long time. Were you for the, two years. For two years. Yeah. Were you the first EMLS yes. player? Yes, I was. Okay, yeah. so this is... How's that, Mike, Brian. how's that make you feel? I think it's debatable. He was <laughs> he was the first MLS club, I think, to sign a player, but there wasn't the EMLS being announced yet, so therefore, I don't know if he was the first EMLS player. Interesting. Yeah. Well, no, okay. technically... 
That would make him the first. Because well, they didn't player. sign him as an EMLS player, so it was like. Uh, uh, he, I guess yeah. he's saying like there was no league for yeah. him to sign with, but he was the first I club. See. First club. E- EMLS That's like club. David V. Was the first player to sign for NYCFC, but, but NYCFC didn't really <laughs> play yet, right? Is that what you're kind of okay, saying? So sure. we're saying yeah, that's, that's not a that's not is a bad that Chris, analogy. Chris is the Davidia of the of, EMLS. Yeah. Okay, so right. I'm glad we sorted that out. Yeah, and I'm, glad, that's I'm good. I'm <laughs> what does that make, Mike LaBelle? <laughs> Tweet at us. Put it a comment down below. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some people. So that Chris, will. so uh, we don't know you too well. So uh, I've seen some videos of you, uh, kind of. Uh, I've seen videos you playing, videos you sort of. Be- Beating players, beating players, over and over. <laughs> but uh, where are where are you from? How'd you get here? How'd you end up in the in this interview right now? So I'm from I'm from Haiti. Okay, I grew up in Haiti, but I was born in the U.S. All right, I grew up in Haiti and stuff. And uh, yeah, last year in FIFA 17, that's where I got my first thought. Okay, but champs really like put up the scene, and yeah, it's history from there. All right, but so, did you did you play a lot? In Haiti, or is this something you picked yeah, up in I the U.S.? Yeah, I used to play almost every day in Haiti, but offline. 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 Then when I got to the U.S., I played Ultimate Team. Ah, For the yeah. first time, and then I enjoyed playing Ultimate Team almost um, like every single day. Before it, yeah. FIFA 17, mm-hmm. were you also really good at FIFA? Because he, he's right. Like, There's a lot of exposure that happened. Basically, in FIFA 17 is when EA paralleled with actually promoting esports. Sure, so right. we had all these new channels and outlets that we didn't have beforehand. So a lot yeah. of people just don't know the community unless you go to in-person events a lot. Yeah, so like... Before this, I didn't. I think I was. I knew I was good, but I, I didn't know I was that good. You know, what I mean? you would be in the computer so all like, day. I was <laughs> watching. I was watching <laughs> players play. Yeah, I was I watching the pro plays. <laughs> the pro players play. I was like, yo, I wish I, I can be like them one day. Okay. And like a year after. Just watching me. Just click. <laughs> Were you did ever you, watching him? Before? Did you ever watch Mike LaBelle's videos on YouTube? Yeah. 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 Did you watch yeah. his tutorials and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that? I, okay. Yeah. And you, and you I just, appreciate that. He's a no, I have a question because I, of the four people here, I'm by far the worst player on FIFA, even though I've been playing it for many years. <laughs> I'm just bad at it. I don't keep up at it. But I watched Mike LaBelle's videos, and I've, I learned something from them, right? Some of the tutorials are really good. Mm. I watch it on mute a lot. <laughs> I but, paid him to even give me the half compliment. So. I couldn't go all the way with a compliment. I, go, I watch it more for the hair tutorial. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, right. What product is he using? <laughs> it is glorious. But for you, someone who's a professional, even before you were a professional, would you, and you don't have to compliment them the tutorials that are generally online is that something that you think fans can sort of gain from do you think you actually learn something or is it you still have to be really good at it well you still have to have the talent but right. obviously practice makes perfect yeah so, like you have to keep you have to put in the work and like watching the polls like um boas legend mike um even classy sometimes i used to watch him like you learn from them like small stuff even if it's one thing out of like 10 videos Right, you you put that in your game and you improve. When people mention like the the pro gamers, like the big stars, it's like I feel like there's like an old man who doesn't know like this new music that I don't know. I'm like, right. who are these kids? Li- like little- my mom watching the VMAs. She's like, <laughs> who are these people and where is the rest of their clothes? But they, <laughs> there clearly is such a huge uh, uh, subculture of, of of pro gamers that is that happens online. That it feels like people aren't really. It's not exposed to everyone, and it's clearly growing. It's very niche, but they're huge in that niche. Yeah, I think you know when was the big moment for me when I saw the uh, the E FIFA uh, World Cup. Yeah, and there was like a stadium full of people watching mm. two people play a video, and I was like, oh. 
Oh, okay. This made it. <laughs> this isn't like a fad. This isn't just something that a bunch of YouTubers like. Like, no one's going to show up to a stadium to watch an unboxing of toys. That's a big thing on, on YouTube, right? This it, is like a real... Though, is that confirmed? Has it been tried can yet? We, can we, you know, that's not a bad pitch. You know, you want to try to pack a stadium for an I'm unboxing. I'm putting it out there right now. Nobody better show up to those things. But this, this is something that's like a real live event commodity. Well, we were all in Atlanta. We were all there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, those events, you know, us playing the 2v2s with uh, different athletes, it just depends who you got paralleled with. That, I think, maxed out at like 60,000 viewers concurrently. That's we were the biggest on Twitch outside of Ninja, just to put that in perspective. Only Ninja was more watched during that time period of that live stream. Well, Ninja has Drake on his side. We need to get Drake on these EMLS broadcasts. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, people watch, <laughs> like, gaming consumption is serious, especially in the FIFA world. I mean, like I said, I've never, never seen numbers like that, um, especially not with, like, an American demographic. Okay. Remember, there's no, there's no Europeans playing in Atlanta. That was the all-star game for you guys that don't know the reference. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... That's really crazy if you, if you think about that. You go rewatch. Like I'd love to know the final impression numbers. So what is what is the goal? What is what is the for people watching or listening right now that maybe are just starting to get into the gaming side of it? We really don't care. Maybe we have fans that are like, "What is this? This isn't real." Those people exist. I'm sure they're in your comments all the time. What is? Where do you think this can go? Do you think this could be bigger than the actual? So you guys are playing in the, you know, the electric version of, of soccer. Do you think this could be bigger than the live version of soccer? Uh, in the, right now, based on the numbers of the events, I think that we're consumed more than MLS is. The FIFA side. That's that's wild. Like in terms yeah. of if you it want to compare MLS, to MLS, MLS is competing with its own yeah. E-League. Well, I, I don't think it's. I don't <laughs> think it's those think... damn <laughs> those damn holograms are beating us. What's what's the, the Scooby Doo? It's like those darn kids or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's yes. like Tupac showing up to the hologram Tupac concert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think like, it... get this real life guy out of here. Yo, get out of here, man! I'm trying to I'm watch trying the to hologram. Hologram Tupac. He's doing backflips. <laughs> He's supposed to be dead. This whole time. <laughs> Go back to Cuba. Oh, oh now he's wow. a Cuban. Of course he is. That was the rumor. That was the rumor. Okay. okay. This, is, this is a Tupac conspiracy podcast. This as is well. solely. This has always been about. This it. is the cutout clip that's going to make it on social. I was going to say, I don't think we're competing. I think we parallel. You we're do, working you together. Like, yeah, I, I think together. Like, yeah. They're both just yeah. working on the same engagement. People that watch the MLS want to watch the MLS. And sometimes, you know, it takes gaming to help people get involved. Sure, soccer, sure. especially if you didn't grow up with it. We're still in, in a sport that's new enough in the U.S. where a lot of people don't. They didn't play when they were 5 or 10 or 15 until they got to maybe college and they were, sure. you know, they welcomed the game, whether it was actually seeing the sport or they welcomed it via video games. I, I think I, 50% of the fans in America, EA released a, a thing that came from the gateway drug to soccer was the game FIFA. Mm. So it's a serious thing and it's a big part of marketing the sport. For people that are interested, what is, what is a week like for you guys? I know there's travel involved and you guys have to do but how do you get better at the game i mean now how many hours on average are you guys playing a week a week it depends it depends really because in 18 there was nothing to do during the week unless you play against friendlies against friends right mm -hmm. other poor players but on the weekends it's a it's a grind yeah because so like, you have to play is it 40 games 40 games yeah. in, one, in like in three days what did you what would you say is the time Estimate for you to finish those games because I've got a I've got a number in mind in hours. Uh, he I doesn't do want get, to say it in case it's I, not enough. I do get <laughs> I do get wish quits, so it helps. So like maybe ten hours or so. 
nine hours, ten hours. Oh, so when when you get a rage quit, you're like, yes, yeah, this yeah. is the one best. Meal, one meal, like 10, 10 minutes to leave. I'm like, oh. Oh, that's a good sign. Get yeah. a little break, make yourself a sandwich, <laughs> you know? Is it, when you are playing, especially in those weekend uh, leagues, is it a struggle to, like, does it feel like that's the only time you're working and the rest of your life is on pause? Or do you have to, like, do you have your friend hit you up, like, yo, Chris, let's, go, let's hang out. Let's do and you're like, nah, man, I got to play video games today. I mean, you have to make some sacrifices sometimes. Yeah. But, like, and, and a big, big part of it, yeah, I do have to play and get better to do well in the events. So. How do okay. you know you get better? Well, I think you have to be honest with yourself. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, you know, different years, you're going to be better or worse at different periods of the game. You yeah, know, like, yeah. not everybody picks up the game really quickly. And that's how I was going to kind of angle that question towards you is, are you putting in more time than when maybe you're like, man, I'm still struggling. Or I'm not getting the results that I need to get. Something has to change here, whether it's formations, it's tactics, yeah, it's your ability, practice, well, situation. Yeah, are there coaches? There are a lot yeah, of coaches yeah, now. This is becoming like. I would love to have either of y'all as a coach. If we know anything about like you the competitive side, but get computer chairs going no, through cones. But get out there. This, this is why. So like coaches get to sit right behind you, but the person you're playing against is right across from you. Right. Yeah. So like I would love an animated coach that does everything I don't want to do. Oh, you see, okay. like you guys could really yeah, fit it's in like, well it was here. like the like the angry Obama. Remember, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sketch. Yeah. It could be so yeah. that way. Like the boxing watch. match where you get like the water. The guy sticks his hand past you <laughs> with the water. You know, and it's just got like the long straw. You don't know where it came from. That's us. It's like if you disagree with the call and you send vodka. your coach in. Yeah, you know? like, it's like I don't like where this game's going. Alexis, <laughs> yeah. Christian, you're in. Yeah, yeah go yeah. talk to somebody. You hand the other guy a red car. <laughs> in general, look, because like we were calling at the at the Secret Walls event last night where you guys were playing and when you guys are playing it is a very serious affair right you both of you i, I don't i don't yeah, know if you look like you're doing surgery over <laughs> skype <laughs> <laughs> uh, it feels like World Series, World Series of Poker. Oh, I've never heard that. That's too good. Yo, that's so underrated for you guys at home. Like, this is not scripted. There's nothing in here. Yeah, just, no, we're just really funny. That's, just, that's what I'm saying. It's so underrated, man. That's it, just, it feels very much. It's just like I'm like, copywriting that somewhere. Like, I don't know where that's going until your YouTube video. Just sure. That, 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 you know, when you watch World Series of Poker, it's like nobody wants to show their hand. Nobody wants to make a face so, or, or so that they can anybody can call their bluff. But is there a a psychological element to the game that especially sitting across from each other you think is, you get you're asking can they psych each other out is that what you mean no no i'm asking if if they, there's mind if there's thought put into how am i going to compose myself in front of my opponent uh, you know like like yeah. a boxing match like you have to you do you do you want to flinch do you want to show aggression do you want to be angry do you do you think that helps the opponent yeah playing fifa though because if you like show that you're angry and like you're like oh no 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 like you're like mm. yeah yeah the guy gonna see it and he's gonna be like, oh, he's mad. So okay. I'm gonna keep the ball more and, and get you even more mad. <laughs> so he's so pushing those buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's weird because it's kind of a double edged sword. I think he's right. Like, you don't wanna get too emotional. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that happen in the game that are kind of your way of talking down to somebody. You know, like maybe you see us with no reaction, but like maybe he's doing a bunch of extra skill moves or he's swinging it side to side. Oh, he's yes. doing things that are pissing me off. Oh, mad disrespect. <laughs> yeah, mad disrespectful stuff. Oh. Yeah, like, but like we feel that even if you don't feel that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't dude. like the way that this flow is going in this match at all. <laughs> just a game-based diss. Like, your guy passes the ball yeah. over, you're like, did you just call me an asshole? <laughs> or, or like he had an easy pass, but instead of doing it, he does something really fancy and it's like, all right, that's how you're feeling right like now? Like a little yeah, yeah. back heel pass. Yeah. The guy, the player turns around and he back heels. Yeah, yeah. 
that's like a sign of like, ooh. Is there one thing that's just a no-go in the game? Like if you like, do it, I call my everybody mother. Everybody, yeah, I was going to say, when I don't like and then you just shush somebody. If you shush me, I might come walk over and talk to you. Don't expect, like, I'm not going to be in a good mood Wait, hold on, game. like a real shush or a game shush? No, game, game shush. Game game shush. And, and you can run, you can run while I'll shushing all the way back to half field. So and I have then, to watch you celebrate for like 10, 15 seconds. I didn't know. And that. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And then the worst at the end, they dab. Yeah. Or they do, so you can do two celebrations, or they do the fish. Do the dive? Do, oh, do my God. I, I, you, I don't like any of this stuff at all. Every, by the way, I didn't realize that the, the shush was universal. You guys have some different opinion. The shush is like the one thing you can't do. Well, because you can run. Dude, you have to see it, but they're just running back to the yeah, half yeah, field line. Just, and then right at the end, when you think it's done, they do another celebration, so you have to wait another five seconds. This, you know, I, I was playing someone, <laughs> and they scored in like the last few seconds in extra time, and they, they ran to the midfield. Yes. that's, yeah. so that's I And I was just like, if this 12-year-old was in front of me, I'd kick him in the chest. <laughs> yeah, it's like, kick him right in the chest in front of his family. It's always a crappy goal, too. It's never like a good goal. It's always yeah, no, like, the, a like a rebound. Goal. Oh, it's, yeah. it's horrible. Other goalkeeper just missed the ball. How about this? All right, so we talk about this all the time, and I've, I've said this. We used to do a show called FIFA The News, which we're talking about bringing back, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where we would play FIFA, and he's better than me, so I would make him read the news, mm-hmm. to, to, and he still won all the time. But um, there was something that we were realizing. Sometimes it feels like the game gives momentum to one of the teams. As a professional... They swear that doesn't exist. I know FIFA came out and said, you guys are out of your mind. I think they're lying. Okay. As professionals, <laughs> does that affect you guys? Things like that, like in-game momentum shifts or things that are outside of your control? Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> are you not allowed to answer this question? Are you not allowed to answer this question? No, I, all right. So, like, I don't think there's necessarily built-in um, or internalized momentum, but I do think there's two factors that come into momentum. One, gameplay in general each year is a little bit different. In some years, I feel like it's just random. All right, so that's going to add to, like, if that happens at a bad time, you might say, oh, that's momentum. And then two, we are going to play differently based on the situation in the game. Mm-hmm. So if I just get scored on, I'm going to play maybe differently than how I started that game when it was nil-nil. So therefore, that's not momentum. That's me shifting as yeah, a player. Yeah. So it might look like momentum. You're like, oh, we conceded again. But that could be because I just got, I just went down, and it's affecting me internally that you're not seeing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that happens. But that's- like if the guy just called and, like, I'm trying to get the ball back, Quicker, quicker. Yes, yeah, so we might be pressing to score, more. To score back. You're being but then, aggressive. But not, I'm more open. Ah. Yeah. So like, oh, no, that's that's the game. It's not me. It's the game. Yeah, so <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like Chris fell apart, but he didn't. He's just trying to change yeah, what's yeah. happening so right that's, now. That's yeah. my excuse is always the game. It's on purpose. <laughs> but game, honestly, it's that's real soccer. Yeah. I mean, that's really what that's happens. That's what happens it's, on the field. It's yeah, the same yeah. thing as, as with football. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna play two v two. Yeah, you guys gotta check this out. So on watch on, watch on YouTube. But uh, thank you guys for being here. This, so uh, I and just you know full disclosure, and we we've decided I have to I have to play I have to play yeah. with Michael Lobel from so, <laughs> from the New York Red Bulls. Don't sound like it's so bad, man. Christian. All right. Please. On the show, we're 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 not biased, right? We're not. But we're we're, we're universal. We biased. are not biased, but. Individually, yeah, we're human beings. Yeah, yeah, I know that you guys are Red Bull fans. I'm well aware. Okay, we're no, fans it's... of the league. Okay, okay. yes, exactly. But he, you, the, the dude showed up in an NYC jersey. <laughs> and might I add, the one we can't win in. So he wore the Parley kit. Uh, so let's see what happens. I would have wore the Parley Red Bull kit if I knew this. Okay, oh, that would have no. been dope. That would have been well, kind of a nice little cool. combo. Yeah, <laughs> I wore a Mike's Hot Honey kit because condiments is the real team I'm after. <laughs> That's the team I root for if I'm going to play for anyone. It's when I first looked at this, condiments. I thought you had like a rap. It's kid on. I was like, no way. No, but like, I just saw like a little more room. All right, so we're gonna get to the game and watch that YouTube video. Uh, two and v two. It's two v two, so it's, it's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, and and then we'll so we'll, thank you again, Christopher 
Holly, uh, and Michael LaBelle. Where can people follow you guys real quick? On Twitter. On Twitter. I Diddy Chris Lito on Twitter. Diddy Chris Lito? Yeah, and then at Mike LaBelle and everything. Okay. All right. So, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, hopefully, NYCFC succeeds uh, in this 2v2. Later today, if you guys are listening <laughs> on Wednesday, right? That's right. The Derby is today. So go to the game. If you, for whatever reason, don't have a ticket, you're out of your mind because it's the hottest ticket in New York. All right. Best. I mean, the Riot Squad's going to be there, so you might as well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a dope, it's a really fun it's game. It's always a fun game, so make sure you go do that. Guys, uh, thank you again for being on the show. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. We'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. We have a word from one of our sponsors, Mac Weldon. Oh, Mac Weldon's back. Oh, when we're not around to hug you right downstairs, use Mac Weldon. Yes, and that's why. I, and we, you know what? We apologize for not being around. To, we can't get to everybody. <laughs> we've been right? trying. Honestly, we've, we've already hugged about 40,000 people down there. Down there. Uh, there's a lot left. Mac Weldon will handle it way better than we can. Uh, they're made of really cool material. I'm actually wearing them right now. Mac Weldon is, was, makes some of the best underwear I've ever worn in my life. I it's mean, the greatest underwear I've ever had in my entire life. It, and I know what you right now you guys are like, I like listening to this soccer comedy podcast, but what's Alexis wearing downstairs and is he happy with it? The answer is, it's Mac Weldon and yeah. yeah. It does, yeah. So, you know what? I was concerned. Thank you for yeah, answering that. I know, right? Off, off mic, we usually <laughs> ask each other, how you doing down there? But right now, I can just talk about it on the air, which I love. Uh, but they are super comfortable. They they look good and they, they have, they have like, that cool material that doesn't smell right. Remember yeah, it's, that? Like, it's a fabric that uh, doesn't pick up any odor. Modal and silver is in it. You can get a couple different kinds. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, a while ago. I wore it for three days straight without showering. I had to test it. All right, your boy's serious <laughs> you, about you. Got to make sure. Threw it in the wife's face, <laughs> and she was like, "What are these?" And I go, "Are they clean or not?" And she's like. They smell fine. They smell fine. I told it. you, yo, I wore those for three days. Those are the shorts that aren't supposed Honey, to smell. Honey, I'm disrespecting yeah, you, yeah. but it's an experiment. This is terrible, but it's for the show. <laughs> and she goes, oh, wow, normally I can smell your balls right away in your underwear. So this is a good thing. This is a good thing. So make as sure. As approved by D. <laughs> so as you make make sure, you go to MacWeldon.com and use the promo code COOLIGANS, uh, and you will receive uh, 20% off. Though. 20% off. And they got this try-on guarantee. If you throw these joints on and they don't fit right, you get to keep them. Please don't send them back. All right? They're going to send you a new or pair. don't send them to us. No. You know what? Send them to us. We'll put them up somewhere on the wall. Send us your dirty underwear. Please don't do that. We're never giving you the address. MacWeldon.com and use the promo code Coolians. Yeah, baby, we're back. Oh, wasn't that fun? Oh, my God. Those guys are great. And make sure you watch our video. We actually did play uh, 2v2 with those guys, and it, was, it felt interesting playing Two two professional athletes. We felt like we had to step our game up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say one of us cheated. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Give it a watch. Okay. So I uh, go to our YouTube channel. It is up there right now. And please watch that. All right. So uh, let's talk about a couple of the soccer games because Major League Soccer was pretty litty this weekend. It was mega litty. <laughs> so it, let's start off with um, Seattle and Los Angeles. So the Los Angeles Galaxy traveled all the way to Seattle. Did they? Did they? Not everybody wanted <laughs> to. I don't to take think the they trip. showed up at all. <laughs> one one guy in particular wanted it really wanted to go to an Ed Sheeran concert. <laughs> yes, uh, Laton stayed home. <laughs> he stayed home, uh, did not travel because he didn't want to play on the turf. On turf. This has been a very divisive issue for a lot of people. I don't disagree with him. I don't think he should not play, but I don't disagree with him. I think we should get rid of the turf. That said, Seattle looked Absolutely incredible. <laughs> they, yes, they played well. Um, five goals worth well. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, they put up a five spot. Damn near killed Kale. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, weird that uh, the victories can kill her. Uh, just her, as much. Yeah. Her, her just as much as uh, as, the, as, as the, the losses. But yes, this was uh, a a bit, a bit of a surprise. Uh, Actually, look, I think one player makes a big difference for a lot of I teams. Mean, but they were missing more than just one player. No, uh, no, no. I'm talking about Rui Diaz. Oh, okay. His ability, first of all, he's connecting really well with Christian Roldan and Nico Lodero, right? Mm-hmm. But his ability to stretch that defense and his smart running and not being 38 years old with a bad ticker and terrible <laughs> rapping ability, <laughs> that ability from Rui Diaz has given every player on, on Seattle looks better because Rui Diaz is there. I agree. So we talk about this all the time in soccer. You're not as good as your best player. But a great player can make everyone else around them better. He is doing that. I agree. He is absolutely doing that. Roll Dan looks better. Uh, Roll Don. Uh, Roll Dan. Damn. <laughs> Both of y'all. Uh, Nico Lodero looks so, lo, Lodero. Right? <laughs> Apparently we've been saying it wrong. That's Lodero. Lodero? Yeah, I.E. Lodero. It's, it's, uh, it's, no, that's not how you spell his name. hundred percent. L O D I E. We're only Googling this now, but I'm still talking. So it's not just pure silence. L O D E I R O. What? You, Lodeiro. What name Lodeiro. Lodeiro. Yeah. All right. So not Lodeiro. I thought it was Lodeiro. All right. <laughs> Uh, Lodeiro. Just say, All right, Nico. Say whatever. <laughs> Nico, say, I know. Why, are we Why time am I on trying? <laughs> I, I, look, when I try, it goes bad. It's so weird because, like, we've been talking about Nico for like two years, and I know, all of a sudden, I, I googled it before, and I was like, "Oh, we've been saying <laughs> what it was wrong." the curveball? We were saying Lodeiro. I mean, you're uh, look. I'm, and this is not an insult. Are you dyslexic? Because you might be switching no. the letters. <laughs> I just remembered it differently. I'm not saying I see it differently. <laughs> Dyslexic isn't bad memory. It's they can't you see the remembered words. It, you remembered a name you've said before differently. Which because is, we were saying it wrong. We were saying low dead o. Look, it's which just, is without the I totally. Because Americans say, looks, yes, Alexis. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we're we're Hispanic <laughs> again. I'm happy you're white. Yeah, low dead o. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. I'm not putting that pressure on myself. I'm just stepping up to the plate <laughs> and I'm smashing it every time. Uh, Nico Lodeiro, uh, uh, he clearly look. He looked lost in the beginning of the season. He looked like uh, half of the player he was at the end of last season. And people were like, yo, it's Dempsey. And he doesn't know how to play with Dempsey. I'm not saying that that's the case. All jokes aside, he clearly plays better with someone like Rui Diaz. Yeah, there is a real chemistry. I think, yeah, because once Jordan Morris got hurt, uh, and, and then there were a couple of uh, Victor Rodriguez had an injury uh, injury. You just said Jordan Morris. I felt like he got injured eight years ago. No, it was last. I, I can't believe that was the beginning <laughs> yeah, of the season. I think they, they, they didn't have really any other options. It was Jordan Morris, Will Bruin, Clint Dempsey. That, those were the three guys that we were yeah. going to rely on. And Will Bruin is, is good, but he's not, he's not, he's not starting every single game for you and going to be that kind of like, just, no, he should be the Alan Gordon, the super sub. Yes. Like, and he's had, put it in a shoe, dude. No. <laughs> and he has been doing that. Uh, yeah. He's had some good games. Uh, he had the, the huge win against what Minnesota in the, in the last final minutes, but which was Rui Diaz giving them uh, flicking the ball forward and stuff like that. So he is incredible. They, this is the best they've looked. And Seattle, w- who were uh, where were they in the standings uh, a couple weeks ago? They were I mean, they were like 10th, 11th, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're climbing really, really bad. And they're now, climbing the power rankings, too. They are looking good. They're above NYC. See, I think in the power rankings. They, no, that's not true. I don't see how they're above DC United. <laughs> so, but they are in seventh place and they are two points back of the Timbers. So, interestingly, Portland, who were the team that looked like they were going to be steady, 
throughout the year, they were pretty. Con- they had a rough start, but then they won a bunch of games. What they won? Why it was eight in a row, something like that. Some, it was a, it was a good streak, a really long streak. But now Seattle uh, is looking like. Seattle of the last two years where in the middle of the season they're just like all right let's turn on the Jets but clearly Rui Diaz being there is making a huge huge difference and but, Portland does have a game in game in hand uh against Seattle they you know so 37 35 yeah, that, points which is actually that's the next game the game, yeah. the game against each other so that's going to be a big one because uh Seattle can uh hop over them uh, but uh, what this game is in Portland and I don't think I think the last time they played they drew. So the last time they played in Portland they drew. So, I think I think one of the most important things that Seattle can do is continue to exploit that uh, apparent you know chemistry that's between the three of them, Nico and also Chad Marshall just scoring with a header whenever he wants. I mean, yeah. But Nico, uh, Roldan, and uh, Rui Diaz continue that whatever whatever's happening there is great. And I think for Portland. Don't call anyone the N word. I think that's probably the best best advice I can <laughs> yeah, give you. But actually, you know what? I, I was thinking that. Do you think that affected the team's chemistry? Because ever since that happened, they haven't really had the best of streaks. They've they've lost, I think, three in a row. I, you know what? It might. It might. I mean, it's not. It's not impossible. Uh, Sabadesi is like, I should not be have to handle this. I don't <laughs> even know what to say here. I don't know. I mean, they did. Yeah, they lost that. The the you, you they got knocked out of the U.S. Open Cup, and they've just been kind of on a really bad. Uh, run a form lately, but all jokes aside, they have very skilled players. They've played really, really well. And Severus is the kind of guy who likes to change things up. You know what I mean? He likes to switch formations. He likes to switch the way he plays depending on who the competition is. So they can start to play really well at any point. Maybe, again. maybe getting rid of Adi this early. was not, not the best decision. Wasn't he supposed to be loaned uh, Montreal? That was like the rumor, but he's, Never staying, he's staying in Cincinnati. He left, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah, he, he stayed he in got Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So, uh, yeah, so he's going to be the star player, most likely, uh, coming back. When they start uh, next when, season. When they start next season. So, uh, f- but 5 nil, LA Galaxy losing this bad is really... Uh, Beginning a, of the season, Galaxy? Yeah, it's just like, this is this is 2017 LA Galaxy. Yeah. Not really seeing, not used... I get that... W- they're also, and they mentioned it a lot on the broadcast. It's it's the most expensive backline in Major League Soccer. How is that in, <laughs> even possible? It's just crazy to me. It's like having a sports car that's in the shop, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's just Kias driving past you at all times. I don't. Uh, I don't. I look at this and I don't know how Siggy Schmidt still has a job. Yeah. Look, I I can't say if it's like if it's just individual mistakes or there's a a bad team philosophy. It's it's clearly an all around issue. This is this team is just not prepared. If it's not Slaton willing them to win or Alessandrini getting in the right positions or, you know, uh, let Jet pulling something out of the air. If it's not those things, it's not happening or Boateng making endless runs down the wing. It clearly there is no system. By which they win unless <laughs> one of these superstars does something major. It's really bad. Yeah, they're really uh, and Cole with a bad, like a yeah, just a terrible mistake. And I think they brought it up in the in the highlight. You can hear the announcer say it. Slatan's uh, sort of been critical, saying some of this stuff is really elementary, like really simple sure. mistakes that are happening, and like they're doing that as but, Ashley Cole is yeah, but passing I, the ball to a streaking I player. Would, I would I would respect his opinion more if he was playing in the damn game. I. Look, you, like, we like, both I, got points. We here. all have, you know, the, a lot of people are upset. Like he has an knee injury and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, that doesn't mean you can't play 20 minutes. You know what though? Honestly, Thierry Henry, the God that he is to me, even though he played for the Red Bull, he didn't play on turf. 
I, look, I think both people are right, right? I think there's the camp that's like we shouldn't, they, they shouldn't be any turf fields, and and that players that are are worried about risking injury don't play. I I understand, like I understand both of those points, but like at some point we just gotta just like do your damn job, right? Like, yeah, that's like yeah, you you get paid a bunch, take the risk. Like yeah, that's really like just take the risk. I'm also sure LA Galaxy were like, all right, don't play on turf. You have you know, scars all over your knees. I don't, don't do it. I don't know about that. Anyway, I, I, I don't know how, how much. Siggy Schmidt was probably like, get out there. I but don't know how much safer it is to play on grass. Like com- compared. Much. To, I don't know. I much. I, I've seen terrible injuries on grass too. As so you know. get older, it is. There's a reason why they don't do it. All right. Whatever. We'll just agree to disagree. Let's, uh, we'll let's disagree <laughs> to agree. <laughs> let's move on. Philadelphia played against NYCFC. Uh, we heard you heard us talk about there, it. Out there, Talon Energy Stadium. A lot of dupe. A lot, lot of dupe. A lot song. of duping. All right. Uh, NYCFC surprising performance because it could have been three nil in the first half. Sure. Still surprising. NYCFC, we're realizing. I mean, more by the way, NYCFC could be winning three nil. We're realizing more and more. NYCFC on the road is surprisingly a very bad team. They, they, I'm so like they're the reason they are sitting in third place with 47 points is really because of their impeccable home form. They have not lost at home. Take, take a team that's really good at half court basketball and ask them to play full court basketball. That's <laughs> essentially what happens simple, on the road. Simple as that. Maybe they don't the, have to run as much. Yeah. The field's so much bigger. It's like, Oh my God, why am I not? Uh, a little surprising. Yeah. just like, I didn't really see the effort you, you're sort of used to seeing week to week. Uh, and and again, we mentioned Jonathan Lewis, and it's like not in the eighteen. Still a bit of a concern. I mean, like they they they. I feel like I feel like some players, some of the younger players, have earned an opportunity to to get some trust to help the team get needed points. Also, it being in a cap situation, you don't have the luxury of sending those youth players to uh, you know loans or just not playing them because it's too much pressure. That's it's it's the way the cap is. That's that's your depth. Sure. So if you need a speedy winger, you can't just go find one. You need to use the one you have. Yeah, I, I would say it. it I, I would I would argue that this game was probably Philly's best game of the season and NYCFC's worst. All right. Well, then they met at a perfect time yeah, for uh, Philly. Uh, Philly is uh, like like we were mentioning before. They are going to be in the, the U.S. Open Cup final. I believe it's September 26th, which feels like a long time away. But it's, yeah. it almost feels like the the gap between the 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 Champions League semifinal and then the final, which always feels like it's like a month away, right? Or yeah, there's a, there's a good space. So it, feels strange. it feels a little strange for a U.S. Open Cup, but that's, that's usually the case. So, uh, but they have been, look, they're in the U.S. Open Cup final, not by accident. They've, they've looked, they've been in their, their best form uh, this year. And they're what? They're sitting in fifth place, 33 points. They're probably, I think, I think the fifth playoff spot is pretty much locked the the even though it's like it's not absolutely certain but i think philly's definitely going to get it over over montreal I, the, the the concern for a lot of people do they do you think dc united can actually climb up and get the the sixth playoff spot well the revs are dying uh the yeah. revs are dying yeah, in yeah. front of us yes and brad frito's losing his mind yes he is and look i don't understand xg i don't understand expected goals as well sure but apparently the revs are like negative 15 <laughs> uh per game so and i think Which the I schedule think own goal <laughs> quite a few of them expected own goals. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> expected ogs uh but i know their schedule gets even tougher uh after this so i can see a situation where the montreal impact and uh, New England Revolution slide back, 
I can see that situation. I, I hope for Montreal's case that's not true. But DC United. So DC United. We're they, talking about how one player changes everything. Yo, Who is it, though? Is it Lucio Acosta or is it uh, uh, Wayne, Wayne Rooney? Rooney? Somebody. I mean, it's both, clearly. Both Look, of they, them are they, playing they're, out of They're helping skin. each other. Uh, DC United, the since Wayne Rooney has gotten there, have been maybe the most fun team to watch in the league. They've been I, not always I've for the been, best reasons. Not the great games, right? Yeah. I mean, we saw the, the 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 game against Orlando, whatever. Like, and even without those, uh, there's just been more. Uh, I this is why I I didn't expect from Wayne Rooney. I thought he was gonna play uh, the just the the number nine striker, and what he has been doing, he's been doing the false nine. Yeah, he's been very much the false knight, and this is not a, a a a thing I'm used to seeing with DC United, especially in the last couple of years. Also, I mean, are there are there that many people in the MLS that have the skill to do that? That's a very tough position to play. Yes, and Wayne Rooney is literally uh, getting some assists, pinging the ball back and forth, and if necessary, if you need him up top, he can make some runs and get there. Yeah, and he, he's and uh, playing with a guy like Yamil Assad, who is who is more of a, uh, he's a stronger midfielder than he is an attacker. Yes. And, but these two, these three, so Assad, Acosta, Acosta and Rooney, the chemistry is, is really beautiful to watch. Also, people used to think that Acosta had these flashes of brilliance, but was mostly a bust. Yamil Assad, not playing as good as he did in Atlanta. You give them. You give them. But you. Pers- it's a lot like we were talking with uh, the uh, the interview before with Mike and Chris. You know, with um, you know, chemistry, right? And yeah. FIFA Ultimate Team. Uh, when you have those, when you have those moments where, like, oh, it lights up green, it makes those other players better. We're seeing now, and th- this should be a clear sign as to look. This is what Atlanta did so well, right? They put together a team that could play together and can make each other look better. Lucho Costa can't do that on his own, okay? Uh, Yamil Assad can't do that on his own, but you give them someone like a Wayne Rooney that, that takes away that some of that pressure. That lobster. <laughs> lobster, put that lobster out the there. The plugs in his head. He is the plug. Uh, <laughs> you the- put him out there and he's doing, he's able to sort of distribute and he's able to draw defenders and he's able to do those it's things. Great. It's great. The, everyone looks so much better on that team. It's just because, I mean, look, I think we mentioned there a couple uh, episodes ago. We're, we're like, oh, we didn't, we, I feel like we don't talk about DC United enough. And we we're like, oh, they're not doing anything. And it's the complete opposite. They're like one of the, uh, they, they, they have that sense of urgency. Clearly they're trying to get to that playoff spot. And I know how much it'll mean to DC United fans if they can close that gap, especially after those terrible games, all the games on the road, playing uh, high school stadiums or whatever that they had to do. Uh, and if they can get there, and it's, I'm, I think they're gonna do it. I mean, they have a, they have, I think, like eight uh, more home games, something like that. Uh, it would be, it would be incredible to see. It's one of those things where, like, look, we're clearly not DC United fans, but it is so really fun to watch. So, looking at them, they clearly have three or four games in hand uh, because they had to take so much time off. Yeah. So they've only played what twenty two games. Correct. They could easily look. I don't know if they're going to take three points out of each. They could easily catch up. Yeah. I mean, what, there's a uh, how many games left? Twelve games left. How many? Games? Yeah, they can probably get at least like uh, three, maybe th- at least like if they can get. I think it's, it's something about like uh, at like least two point. points a game. That's tough. That average is hard, but 
not impossible, especially with how well they're playing at home. I mean, they they genuinely look good. If you're not watching DC United games, they look Cat, great. They actually they're fun to watch. They're very very different with, with uh, Wayne Rooney there. So uh, let's talk about uh, two uh, quick games. Uh, Montreal and Chicago. Bakary Sanya. Bakary Sanya from with, Montreal. From Montreal. Uh, Which, by the way, <laughs> LA he was available, <laughs> so they could have used some defense there. Uh, which they got rid of uh, Dominico Duro. Yeah. Uh, sent him to who's like I think 80th MLS team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, he but, has every jersey at home now. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even need to trade with anybody yeah. else because he has. He's has going to national next year, so it's going to be great. <laughs> so, uh, but really, the takeaway from this game was uh, Chicago losing again. Uh, they lose two to one. Late goal. Announcer doing his job. Jo- John Love Johnny Lovitz, right? Yeah. I think his name uh, scores a late goal, and uh, it's just you feel bad for Chicago because they're just having another just terrible, terrible year. And uh, but uh, Velko Panovic after the game, somebody one of the, one of the reporters, one of the reporters, like, hey. Ask him a question. Seems how- pretty tough, right? <laughs> this must be wearing you guys down. He said, how, did, how does it feel losing again? It must be, uh, you know, I think he used the word sickening or something like that. Frustrating. Frustrating or something yeah. like that. And Velko was just like. He became the gulliest manager. <laughs> He's just like, yo, why are you asking me again? He's like, why the fuck you asking? He actually cursed. He, actually he was cursed. like, yo, this fucking no, hurts. He said, we're, he said, we're fucking suffering. Yeah, we're fucking suffering. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look. That's what we want. We want honesty. And it, but I mean, it, but not only did was it honest. I'm like, oh, my uh, heart hurt for him because I know. And it's not even about it's like ju- Nikolic. Get out there and hug him <laughs> like you did me. It's not even about like, look, coaches lose their jobs. It's hard. I mean, we under, we th- that we understand. But it, it felt more like it felt re- visceral. It felt real. I'm like, oh man, that this, was a hundred percent. It real. was like he no coach. Speak. He wasn't even mad at the guy. He wasn't even, it wasn't mad. He was just like, I'm disappointed that you're asking me something so hurtful. Of course it hurts. Of course it hurts. We keep losing. Look, you ask that question, not, it doesn't hurt. You're not going to get that. You know, you're going to get a sound clip, right? Or a sound bite. Yo, you got the official sound bite. (laughs) Jesse, when you got to bleep, when you got to bleep a coach because you're a question, you did a pretty good job asking the question. Uh, We had, uh, we had shared it's on our Twitter, but man, uh, watching it, I was just like, Man, poor Velko, man. I feel just yeah. feel bad for the for the team. I mean, like we we met a couple guys. We know we had uh, Drew Connor on the show, and uh, we were hanging out with him at, at, at in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, so you you there's a real like real feeling of like this team is really really trying, and they just can't. They can't put it together. They can't put it together. Man. Not for a full 90. And, you know, they asked a bunch of other people, right? Like, you know, like you got to fill time on all these shows. They asked a bunch of people and Bruce Arena said, if he were the coach, he wouldn't have changed anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, well, we got to listen to him. He, right, there you go. We got to bring in the expert. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen, by the way. Don't send hate <laughs> tweets to Bruce Arena. That was a joke. Bring in the closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, so yeah, so Montreal does win this game two to one. Chicago loses. Uh, and oh, so let's talk about uh, last game: Atlanta against Columbus. Atlanta. Zardes with a monster goal in this Zardes one. with a monster goal. Did not matter. But Joseph Martinez and yeah. uh, and Miguel Amiron with uh, just uh, the left footed Dragon Ball Z. Was uh, it fusion? Did LGP have one or was it Tito Villalba? Who was the one who did basically ran the that entire is, league? I, I'm cr- I'm surprised you even thought it could possibly be LGP. There's no way. Of course it was Tito Villalba. Okay. What you would call it? Imagine being <laughs> Leandro does this. I'm yeah. like, wow. like, wow, we got it all. He's playing in the wrong position, <laughs> yeah. clearly. clearly. I didn't know he was that fast. What are they teaching these South Americans? <laughs> uh, he uh, He could have at any point 
passed it to Joseph Martinez and broke the record. <laughs> and he literally took it the entire way and celebrated. And so did Joseph Martinez, by the way. Joseph Martinez yeah, yeah, celebrated. He happy for him. He's got a lot of time yeah. to break the record. But Ten games left. I mean, he could have at any point in that run. But that was a controversial play, right? Because it was Jeff Lewinowitz that hit the ball, hit his hand. It did stopped, hit his hand. Stopped the ball. And it was like, Lorenowitz, good on him, uh, got the ball out. Made, there was one more pass to Villalba, and, and then Villalba's on that run. So the, the, the concern was that VAR was going to overturn it because of, of the handball, but the referee said, no, he had the ball. The, had his hands had in his a relatively, hands, natural, relatively position. natural position. And if you look at it, he didn't move his hand to block it. By the letter of the law, it's subjective to whoever the ref is. Yes. So if that ref says that's not, it's not. How would I have called it? 100% I would have called that a handball. It just, you know what? This is the, this is the scenario that every referee would hate, right? Right. Uh, that, that the VAR ref is thinking about that. A, play, a thing you did not call, a controversial thing you did not call, and it directly leads to a goal. Uh, tough. I think if, if it, if, look, if we could go back in time and change it, and, and this is totally hypocritical, but if Viaba does not score that goal, it's probably. I'm fine with the no handball call. But if because he scored the goal, I'm. I'm like, oh, this is that, that doesn't feel right. And you can't do that. You can't so, do that just because the outcome. You can't do it. And I'm just saying, this is how I feel internally. I, uh, like, because the no ref wants to be put in that position because it, it, it's he clear it was. I, I like I, I know that Jeff Lorenzo was did not. Uh, uses his hands were a fairly normal position, but he was trying to he was trying to move his hand out of the way, and in that motion, the ball did hit his arm. Yes. So he, but it wasn't unnatural. He didn't have his elbow out. He didn't no. have his. He didn't bring his arm up. He was bringing it away from the it's ball. Just, the goal makes it feel a, a little, little dirty, weird, a little tainted, a little dirty. <laughs> if you're Columbus, you're probably upset about that. Yeah, and they clearly yeah. were. They yeah. very much were. I mean, they, I don't think they were going to win the game regardless. Atlanta was. Atlanta's on a. Uh, they, they're looking pretty good, and especially after the 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 games that they've been losing at home or, or getting draws and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. So I think they. I think they probably have the supporters shield locked up. I, I don't see how. It'd be. I think it'd be more uh, of a disaster for them to to lose it uh, compared to NYCFC or the Red Bulls winning it. But the Rebels are, uh, you know, nipping at their heels. They are. They are. They're playing really well. So, uh, but Joseph uh, up Martinez, until tomorrow, so, up until tonight, by <laughs> tonight, the way. Exactly. So, uh, Joseph Martinez. That's the last thing I wanted to talk about. Joseph Martinez did uh, tie the uh, the goal record. Twenty seven. Twenty seven goals. So he ties uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, and Chris Wondolowski, and Roy Lasseter. Roy Lasseter, uh, who did it in the first uh, season of, of Major League Soccer. Sorry. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Never <laughs> dropped like, my phone before. All right, like this. Uh, <laughs> that's why you need a case. A Never. Little, a couple of little grip never son so uh joseph martinez we were talking last week is he the greatest mls player uh that we've ever had no but he's if he breaks a record which i assume he will yes you know other people that in this position have gone cold because of the pressure of that moment i the wandalowski didn't had opportunities to beat the, the record and he didn't okay bwp had opportunities to beat the record and he didn't so i don't think that that's gonna he happen has, in this case he, he doesn't have one two games left he no has, no no. he hasn't got not them two months i think it's <laughs> i think he's gonna be fine that said uh if he breaks the record and i believe he will i think you have to look at him as the best pure goal scorer I think Bradley Wright Phillip may be looked at as a better goal scorer because he's had less to work with player wise, talent wise. Interesting. All right. Uh, you, so you would say 
when all this, when they're both, when their MLS careers are done, are done, you're gonna say Bradley Vai Phillips above Joseph Martinez. I'm not gonna say that. I think you have an argument if you are a fan of the Rebels to say that Bradley Vai Phillips is better because he did it with less. That said, if you put both of, if you, I'm choosing a team and they're both, let's say they're both the same age and they okay. are the players they are today, and I'm gonna have them both for ten years at the same level, I'm picking Joseph Martinez. Okay, yeah, I, I think he's a more deadly. Um, score a more pinpoint score, a more sharp shooter than Bradley Wright. I did love my uh, favorite moment was after the game because uh, uh, Justin Martinez did get an assist. Miguel Amidon did score a goal and he laid off the ball. It's great. It's just absolutely great play. But Miguel Amidon with a rocket. Yeah. After after the game, they did ask uh, if I, I think if if they were happy because Miguel Amidon hadn't scored in a while and was was he happy for Miguel? And he said, uh, "I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said like that." Uh, scoring that he, 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 he needed to calm down because scoring is like uh, making, making love to your wife. Like you have to, uh, you have to show, you have to be soft and you have to show love over like, <laughs> like with this. he's obviously joking. Like yeah. he's being sarcastic about it, but I just think in the, in the Barco era that we're currently in, it just easy. sounds easy. Joseph. Also he celebrated with the ball under his shirt. So is his, is miss Martinez? N- no, uh, oh, miss or mrs. You don't know if you met. Mrs. True. <laughs> uh, no, I, I heard that it was, uh, his aunt, I think is having a baby or something oh, okay, like that. Cool. So a family member, yeah. or not his, sorry. He's not having a baby with Let's hope his aunt uh, wasn't hanging out with Barco. Uh, Barco's baby. Barco's having another baby. Look out. A lot of boats. Uh, by the way, Miguel Amaron takes the shirt off. Shout to having the official Jay Riddle uh, tan. <laughs> the farmer he, tan. Yeah, no, it's not even the farmer because it's a sleeveless shirt. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like he was wearing like a, like a little wider than a basketball jersey. Like he was wearing a sleeveless shirt. It was the Jay Riddle tan on Miguel Amiron. Wow, it's officially been branded. Almiron. <laughs> Yeah, say it all right. I think does it have an, does it have an IE or EA? And I mean, don't, I don't know. Almiron. <laughs> what was? How did they say it? Almiron. Who said it? Remember, that way? remember when the team first played at uh, Bobby Dodd? The announcer Miguel Almiron. I don't recall. We that. talked about this on the show. Don't even remember. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you said in the last segment. Uh, Who was could- on the show today? <laughs> I have no idea. I think I was. <laughs> so uh, Gunny. <laughs> uh, so that's it, everybody. Uh, another Cooligans episode in the books. You're going to. I want to make sure, but you're going to back to Atlanta. Going back to Atlanta at the end of September. Uh, Red Clay Comedy Festival. Uh, I'll be out there for uh, September, I believe, 28th, 29th, 30th, if I'm not mistaken. I think so yeah. The dates are up there. Go to redclaycomedyfestival.com. Go buy those tickets. I'm not sure of my schedule yet, but that's on there. Um, I'm a feature. And guess what? All the headliners get customized Atlanta United jerseys this year. Whoa. I probably shouldn't announce that. (laughs) Oops. I don't think any of the... Comedians are listening to this. I might have just. All right, fans, don't tweet this. Ah, shit. All right, all right. Just don't, don't release this information. But I'm not a headliner. Okay, so, so you, I'm not gonna get one. Oh, but you're sad about that. Uh, it would have been cool to have a customized jersey. Uh, there's one fan who wouldn't allow me to wear it, but um, it would have been cool. It would have been cool to get a soccer jersey. Okay, that's cool of Atlanta United uh, doing that. For maybe the we'll reach out to some of our uh, contacts and maybe I can get a little something for the wife. I think that'd be dope for that'd be dope for wife. Okay, for for, for wife. Like, I don't know why I'm talking like like a British drug dealer all of a sudden. For, for me, mum. Yeah, for me, wife. For the missus. Uh, for me, missus. Um, 
She is going to be the photographer, so she'll be there. So a lot of the fans have asked about meeting D. You're going to get to meet her. Exactly. Come out. So go directly to Comic Festival. We had a great time last year. We did And our it's show. all taking part in that East Atlanta Village. So I know there's that big footy mob bar. Y'all come through. There's going to be a big tent. It's going to yeah, be dope. Yeah, well, I forgot what it was called. So do I. Uh, but it was, it was very fun. I, yeah. I did a show there. Um, so, yeah, make sure you do that. And, uh, yeah, is there anything else? I think that's it. That's all the real news lately. That's it. That's it, Garrett. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you for listening. Thank you again for all the reviews. Thank you for all the support. Uh, the people we meet in person and say that they like the show. Uh, there were a couple people mentioned. There were two things I wanted to mention from last yesterday. Some people were like, I hate Alexis when he curses because I listen to her work and I have to keep lowering volume. Someone did tell me that. Someone's <laughs> Tony, like, you, Tony said that. Yeah, you keep ruining... <laughs> Uh, Tony Lambert, right? I think no, 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 no. I, I forgot his I forgot his last name. He's like, I have the to keep... The TL Pretender. I know this is... Uh, yeah, he has like, right. I have to keep lower. I'm like, well, we'll get Larson, headphones. I think it's Larson. Anyway. Yeah, Larson. Get yeah. headphones. Um, <laughs> right? Earbuds, they're everywhere. They probably have a thousand of them in a, in a drawer in your house. And then there was the other guy who said he also listens at work, uh, that he was next to Tony. I, I didn't get... I, uh, I don't remember. I think his name was Chris. Now I remember his name. But he... Shout I didn't, out to I you, didn't dude. talk to him. Uh, he, he was just like, thank you. He, he, he was just saying like, uh, you guys get me through my work day and stuff like that. So, uh, Thank you for listening, man. And also shouts to some of the folks from MLS that came through and were like, we'll, we listen to the show. And it's like, wow. So that's why I tell them. I'm like, Alexis, relax. Well, no. <laughs> Everybody gets it. That's why they listen. Tone it down. You uh, want you want this you want this uh, nice and clean? Go listen to Extra Time Radio, yo. We give uh, you the real. Yeah, they, they, they wear nice little suits. And, yeah, and not us. I'm hoodies everywhere. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys are the absolute best. Thank you again for listening. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!